Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your struggling host, Chris. Uh, as always, brought to you, or you brought, yeah, brought to you by you're the worst, <laughs> you know, right? I know. I'm just completely <laughs> off today. Uh, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, how's everybody doing? Did you guys tell him I was going to be here? Oh, there he goes. You guys announced you, that you don't exist yet. <laughs> you don't exist yet. <laughs> and uh, and John. Who was that? I knew. I knew. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I heard excited. a voice. Did you I, hear a voice? I canceled things to be here Wait, for what? you. <laughs> no. Did you? Well, technically, I didn't accept things to be here with you. Yeah, but then you These had to go just, drop. You've been podcasting too long to be tapping the table, honestly. Oh, they sloppy. Oh, they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dude, dude. Is he going to do this the whole time? Podcast yes. etiquette. <laughs> Son of a... It's actually the reason John uh, is, uh, invited me on. It's Anthem. I don't even care about it. <laughs> it's more about cleaning this this, this, S, this S show up. <laughs> <laughs> See, because S means... Chris? Chris? Yeah, yeah. Who the crap is that? You're distracting what? all of us. That guy. I don't know. It's Chris. <laughs> hey, that used to be a thing. Games and games. Chris and Chris. Games and games. Chris and Chris. <laughs> games and games. <laughs> Well, Chris and Chris. <laughs> Sean has actually followed me around work and just said, game on, Chris. He does it all the time. Yeah. That's funny. It's a he thing. his job and just... <laughs> we'll be like in a bathroom and um, not so together. I was joking about him following me. <laughs> I was joking about him following me, but he has actually come into the bathroom before and said, game on to and me. walked out. I, <laughs> I saw him walk in. Game on. Walk in. Game on. He's like, I got a urinal. And I walk out. It's good stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, we all work together. It's kind of it's kind of cool. We do. It's yeah. good to see you. I see yeah, you right. like like you mentioned. I do see you from time to time in the workhouse. I know that you feel that way. Yeah, that uh, it's good to see me. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I I see him time to time. These he days he too. used to come by your time house to time all the time. Time, time to time. To time. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, Chris. Will you quit tinkering? You guys for are, the for the love of God. Take a look at the line, and you know why I'm watching. Yeah, the, right the now. line's okay. You all are loud as mother. But you're not like on a uh, a soundboard away from the main band. You're like right here next to the band. No tinkering. We got tinker. we got we got the post production crew how that'll fix everything. Needs to be done. That's not how it works, dude. It not it's, it's amazing how from week to week, things week, to week. things change. <laughs> week to week, things change. Well, what this happens? Is a <laughs> this is now what happens joke. is like they go from one week and like this week, for instance, I've noticed like Sean is a little bit closer. So when he's talking, he's talking at the same volume, but you're also here and you're encouraging. So Sean's raising up a little bit more. Like Petey Pablo. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, huh? it's a so dual effect thing. This like makes he's perfect closer. sense. Sean's sloppy mic skills is what's covered. Exactly. Causing the problem. I get that. Yeah. Ouch. Okay. But I'm on your side. <laughs> you want to be about a fist length away most of the time? No, I go fist deep. But really, I'm just being quiet because I'm trying to preserve my voice as long as I can. Uh, that is not uh, don't funny. worry, I'll step in uh, if you if you need me to. Why is that? It's oh, hilarious. Why'd you, <laughs> watch, watch your eyes get that big? Because fisting, right? <laughs> fisting. But more importantly, uh, John, like you, survi- you, you survived Sunday, <coughs> right? Uh, yeah. We were so, we were uh, tweeting or texting each other back yeah. and forth. I was like, buddy, don't die. <clears throat> so across the uh, the United States, you may have heard about the the bad storms that raged through the southern parts. Of your country, and uh, one of the main Yugoslavia t- t- tornadic events came really close to where I live. The main, uh, yeah. yeah, is it tornadic was, uh, a word? Yeah, it is. It's legit. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it was it was a little scary. It, it it was close in the in the 
in the meaning the area near us, but it was you know if it's not on you, you're you you should be very thankful. But there were some some devastation, uh, whoa, uh, devastation. Yeah, there was some devastation. There was some devastating stuff that happened. The school districts are not cl- they're not going to be open tomorrow again, uh, or today. Which when you hear this is Wednesday, so that's three days in a row they're closed uh, because one of the local schools is no longer it no longer has a roof. Oh God. Um, yeah, there were some deaths. And some of the more rural parts of the storm's path. Twenty four, last I heard. Yeah. So if, if I, who knows if people listen to us that <clears> were <throat> affected by it or know people that were affected by it, but of course, if you were, we we hope everything gets back to as, as close to normal as possible, mm-hmm. as quick as possible, because for sure it was kind of scary. But yeah, we <clears throat> we, uh, we survived, and then and then the next day or that same night, snow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, no, that was last night. Oh yeah, we're yeah. Like, the, yeah. So was like, there snow? Yeah, last night from like one to night. four, yeah. like snow. Man, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so that happened. That's what. Well, that's what caused the the whole tornado. thing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. the it's cold the front was meeting the the warm front, John. See, one warm See, air means cold air. See, John, weather is. I read an article today <laughs> that our area uh-huh. has now been categorized as as the new path of Tornado Alley. For this so time of year, of, I believe it's it. kind of pivoting. The, now, the is that trajectory. an alley or is that a tornado named alley? It's a it's 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 a Oof. term referring to where the the where the most tornadoes hit, which uh-huh. makes it funny. Uh, the United States, like the path that it usually <clears throat> hits. Now I'm joking. So, could you have a tornado named Alley coming down Tornado Alley? Would that be confusing? They don't because I've never heard the term Tornado Alley in my whole life. Yeah, because well, you've never seen dumb. Twister. <laughs> Why would I have seen Twister? I was like five when it came out. That's, That's a good point. Isn't that insane? Is it a good point? That's fair you, point. You still need to watch Twister. I saw Titanic. That's enough. That's well, enough. Once that you've that. seen like one disaster movie based around the elements, you're, you're good. No, this one has Philip was Seymour it, Hoffman. Wasn't the same guy in Titanic you know, in I, Twister? I feel like you could no. pick a better no, Philip no, not, Seymour not Hoffman not Leonardo DiCaprio. To oh, with Bill Paxton. Twister, Bill Paxton. Hmm? Bill Paxton was in both movies. Plus the film was written by Michael Crichton. I don't know if you know this. He wrote Jurassic Park. Indeed. Fun fact. Fun fact. Even alert. as the youngest, most virile man at this table, I still know who Michael Crichton is. Thank you, sir. I like that okay. he said virile. I don't think we've ever said that word on this podcast. I like sphere. That like that's, that's your word, sphere? That, that's my that's favorite, favorite Crichton novel. Oh, yeah. okay. As is it, it is mine. Yeah. Well, it's probably second I, I, to... Uh, I, 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 you guys are... There's too much of this too liking... Too much nerd, nerdness? No, this liking Coming the same together? stuff. Coming mm, together? No. Yeah. Coming together, yeah, I don't like it. It's called yeah. companionship. Show, no. look it up. Yeah, I don't like it. Not with those two. Okay, fine. It's weird. Alabama sucks. <laughs> okay, we're back. Right, and then you say roll F-M. tide. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I finished the Umbrella Academy too. No spoilers. No spoilers. I didn't know we were going to talk about that. I'll kill no. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Um, it uh, it was okay. He will kill you. I just said no spoilers. I don't want to know how it was overall. It That's was okay. basically hey, a You didn't ask for it, but guess what? I said it. I'm going to German suplex you <laughs> in the parking lot when we're done. You want to see that, John. I, I watched, you, do, uh, you do want to see that. I watched Finding Neverland. That was hard. Or, I'm sorry, Leaving Never- Neverland. What? what? Uh, the new HBO. Like, Well, it's from Sundance. It was a two-part, uh, four-hour oh, documentary that got Michael picked Jackson. up by HBO. Michael yeah. Jackson. And that was, that was a hard watch. <laughs> just say that you know what else is hard uh my concentration on the new um show that i've been watching oh uh, what's that it's an anime i don't want to talk about it yeah good yeah, yeah. what's no, an anime? no anime boo anime 
Are you going to see Captain Marvel this weekend? Um, is it coming I, out this weekend? Yeah, I, yeah. Can't, it's it's coming a, I cannot wait. Um, did you read the article I sent you? Yeah. <laughs> I giggled. That's good. I hope uh, it's good. <laughs> the viewers, they're going to love that. What's the article? I don't know about nope. the article. No big deal. No, no, no okay. we, don't, we, we don't need to share that article. Um, I'm going to see Captain Marvel. I don't know about this weekend because I didn't know it was coming out. Yeah. Um, this weekend, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see it. You one, should go one with thing, us. One thing I can say is no. the, the original. <laughs> I think the original projections for the film was like 160 million, and over the past few weeks, they've been scaling it back and scaling it back and scaling see what he's doing. Yeah, because so, men hate women. That's the theory. That's the theory. That's the and I only said it because it's the theory. I still think it's going to do fine. Oh, and sure. I think yeah. uh, loss of interest in it. it let's say, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's say that this was because men hate women. Just in a hypothetical sense. Do we really want those people going to the movie anyway? If you really just hate women and that's why you're not going, nah, don't come to my movie. Oh, anybody will will take their money. Absolutely. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. They don't care where they get it. Yeah. Absolutely. The executives. Oh, I'm not an executive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want people I don't like to like the things that I like. That's fair. <laughs> fair example, anime. Hate anime fans. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Oh, actually, good, good call. I watched the show she was in this week, and I did not realize when I started it up this weekend that she was in it. Scott Pilgrim? Um, no, no, no. I knew she was in that. That was the first time I ever saw her in anything. Yeah. Uh, the United States of Tara. Like, she's the daughter in that show. I was like, where? So she's Tara? Larson. No, she's... Uh, I think, yeah, that's accurate. I think I read that. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Good thanks for doubting me. <laughs> thanks for considering he Chris. said, Oh, he I thought he was it. questioning it. No, no. No. <laughs> no. I was I was helping you. I didn't I thought he was being no, I, He's I, a jerk. I just said <laughs> Wait, who's a jerk? Which one oh. of us? Our like guest. everyone. Oh. <laughs> Our guest, welcome to the show. Thank you. But anyways. Uh, well, it's uh, not really a welcome. I came, I was here, I left. That's you know. gross, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I watch that Wipe show, yourself. but like that's a joke. I just watched all three seasons. Did not take long. That's good. And she was in there. And uh, did you ever see the show on Netflix, Atypical? Yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard like she's not in that. No, no, no. But the main uh, <laughs> the main kid from Atypical uh-huh. uh, is the son in this show. The one with uh, autism. Yeah, but he doesn't have autism this time. What I know, right? My Wait, mind in the second season. No, and uh, in the United States of Terror, she, he's just like oh, the regular son yeah. in this. Well, Actually, did, he's I, not really regular. I did but. know the guy in Atypical doesn't really have autism, but he's... It's called acting. Yeah, he's he's very good at what he does. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've heard split things. I've heard that it's like a great representation of autism, and I've heard it's a terrible representation of autism. Hmm. Um, so, you know, based on some no facts people, or articles... It's almost like people have different opinions about Yeah, they're things, split. So. Yeah. Kind of like Last Jedi. Wait, how do we get back to that? No. Shut your face. <laughs> Wait, what are you guys' opinions on Last Jedi? That's hilarious. Just really quick. I've learned to like it. Okay. It's Sean? fine. I, I still can't speak on it. Does that mean he didn't like it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just be a man I don't and, remember. And, and use your I words. He didn't. I, I don't know how to articulate he it without said, curse words. He just said be a man and use your words. Yeah. Thumbs up or thumbs down then? It was a strong. Speak. A middling thumb. Yeah, it was yeah. a strong thumbs down for Chris, me. You loved it. Yeah, SJW. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't that. I just loved the shots in it. Look, okay. That was my big thing. The fight scene um, where, you know, uh, Kylo Ren and... Uh, that's woman beautiful. Jedi, yeah, that's Ray. Ray. I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, where they fight the those those that was pretty red guys, BA, right? That was sick. Ba, yeah. When just <clears throat> that's, that's evil. I, I I couldn't enjoy it the first time I saw it because of the 
seconds before the fight really just oh god know. i don't recall yeah there's a lot of that <sighs> I, I, just, I think the it's, most applicable thing to to these two uh is that part at the end when uh the dude puts his finger down and he goes huh salt that's how they felt about it uh, they were very salty <laughs> that was a weird line <laughs> it's salt and you know that's the director too that's garth yeah. who does that line who? Or in that not Garth? Why did I say Garth? Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Where did I get Garth? Just, what just, a liar! Just back just, check him, John. Yeah. Back check him again. No. Google him now. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So the more is, times I've watched that movie, yeah, the, the strong thumbs down is coming up a little bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's plenty of things to like about the movie, and it looks great in 4K. Yeah, really good. Yeah, but well, just showing off your class, huh? Showing off how high up you are. Do you have a 4K TV, Chris? Right behind you. Right oh, scum. You. Sean, do you have a 4K of course TV? I do. You guys are all bad guys. I can't believe. <laughs> I cannot believe that you guys are just flexing on your listeners. Yeah. yeah. Well, we uh we we've done episodes where we kind of tell them what TVs to buy to so they can be on our level. Wow. Yeah. I saw the CRT uh, television. Make sure to pick up the Sanyo 4K. Sanyo. <laughs> do they still have Yeah, I don't know. I of haven't heard of Sanyo in a long time. <clears throat> I did help Jeff. Who's that? Geoff. Geoff. Yeah. What'd y'all uh, do? Well, no, I meant like when he wanted a TV. Yeah. Uh, Did you help him steal one? No. I just didn't steered you, him to a good brand. Didn't that you advise him to get like a small TV? Didn't he have like No, a, no, no. I actually have advised him to get a bigger <clears throat> TV, but he said he didn't want a big one because it was just going into Because he wasn't uh, used to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Well, that too. Easy. I've been trying to get him trained Easy. for years. <laughs> He uh he he when he built his gaming PC he went with him up playing most of his stuff on a monitor, yeah. and he's recently said that he wanted to get a I think he got a TV for that too instead of the gaming. <laughs> he monitor, got like a forty nine inch, which uh, is which is crazy because most people who game on PCs want that smaller monitor. Yeah, uh, so it's all encompassing. You can see everything at once. The refresh rate, refresh rate, refresh rate, refresh rate <laughs> is amazing. Um, but he he went against it. He's going against the grain. So yeah, he won that four K, but it was like. I tried to tell him, like, 4K is specifically to achieve large picture images, but yeah, he copied, what can you do? He copied that from Wikipedia. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> from Wikipedia. Anything else going on this week? Did you um, watch any other things besides anime? Any movies? Um, I, any Netflix? I bought things? a new game. Did you? Yeah. Um, a Link Between Worlds. Legend of Zelda, a Link Between Dude, Worlds. Yes. It's amazing. I'm, I just started it, but I'm actually really enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Um, did you play Link to the Past? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, am I a loser? <laughs> it came out when I was like four. That's, that's classic. Man. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> I think did we do an episode on that game? Yeah. If we if we 2013 when that no. game came out. Okay, so now no. Yeah. yeah. We I didn't remember we, we exactly when it. it came out. I bought a new 2DS XL because the Switch is killing the DS. Um, and I've got a, a 3DS XL, but I never used the 3D. And I figured Nintendo products last a long time. So I'll just go ahead and pick up something new before it comes off the shelf and then keep it. I'll have it for years and years. And when I went to go pick that up, I saw a link between worlds for 20 bucks. And I was like, I always wanted That's to try steel. this game. You got a 2D XL? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, thought uh, you got. You the, were almost judged. Do they still I, no, I thought like, he got uh, the doorstop. But, yeah, I was about to say, is like, are they still shaped like a doorstop? No, this one's the clamshell. The XL is okay. the clamshell. I never, so I was going to buy one of those dumb 2DSs you know, for, the my, doorstop. for my brother. Yeah, for my brother years ago. When I was like, oh, that's super cheap, and he wants a DS. And then I never did it. Um, and then when they 
started making them in the clamshell, I was like, this is how it should have always been. This should have just always been. Why on earth would I want this ugly, <laughs> stupid, uh, what's the, you guys are old, what's the, oh, etch-a-sketch. Etch it's like an etch-a-sketch. Come on. I'm going to spend money on that? <laughs> no, it's 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 for it's for children such as yourself. Dude, the young get, whippersnapper that you he, are. John. To not break. When did he get that this funny? Shell, he's never been funny. Dude, it's hilarious. No, you, you I'm not going to be able to talk You're much. delirious. <laughs> so... You take the clamshell design, and they didn't want kids to just snap it back. You know, you know, people, yeah. kids open, close, and snap things. So this one's virtually indestructible, so you can throw it, it at people. Yeah. Okay. I'm not All making right. fun okay. of you. I'm All not, right. I take swear. a sledgehammer to it. There's going to be problems. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not messing with you. I'm not like. I'm not going to say if I drop it off the Empire State Building, is it still going to work? That's clearly where you were going. No, that's not where I was going. My my question was. Is it truly more durable than a standard 3DS or 2DS? Correctamundo. Okay, that's uh, that's fair. If you want to give it to some dumb kid, if you want to go and wa- waste <laughs> oh 80 bucks God. on some dumb kid, sure. <laughs> that's funny. Seems like the way to go. Oh, my God. You know, God. this feels like such great vibes and, and atmosphere. It is. It's it's. is. I'm, I'm enjoying every second of this, I feel Chris. like if we just, <laughs> if we didn't take advantage of it and go to the topic, I feel like we would be... <laughs> Wasting. Plus, yeah. I'm also just trying to save my voice as long as I can. Yeah, so, so it's, I am it's rushing cool. a little bit. Don't, hey, don't rush. I'm sorry. Is this? Are you trying to? Is this, what are you doing? Well, right now I'm trying to be able to to hit the button when I need to. Okay, important. That's important to do. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of like the pilot of the show when it comes to that. Yep. Because you have a controller. I'm I'm old Han Solo here. Eh, you are just, one of those things. Damn old. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. Uh, Someone you, said I was almost thirty recently, so I just feel like I got to give it back. You know, like that we movie. Never, the to the Sense. people who never the other movie. It. Yeah. This is this Soon is unwarranted. Old. Like it was unwarranted when he called me basically thirty. He said, "You don't have any kids, aren't you? Like thirty? What guy? Just a guy who's younger than me. You know, right." Not us. Now you know how it yeah, feels. And I, yeah, I know. And now I'm serving it back. How old are you? 28. Bless your heart. Thank yeah. you. What I would do to be 28 again. You're almost at that <laughs> magical period where one day you just wake up and you're like, I'm an adult and I'm in a different generation than young people. Yeah, but see, the great thing it's is. A weird, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's yeah, really weird. And then for a minute, Chris. Yeah. I'm like in this weird mixed spot where I feel complete superiority to the generation below me. Gotcha. But also none at all. Like, I'm like 50-50 split on, oh, they're just kids doing what kids do. And also, wow, what a bunch of idiots. Yeah, gotcha. That's how He's, I think everyone Welcome to the doing, club. Right? He's the best. I mean, Eventually, we all become what we hate. Yeah. <laughs> Older Americans. What was your birthday? He's got to save it in his calendar. Is it, is it it's going to be on the podcast? I don't want to say it. If it's going to be on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, probably a fair what point. What year were you born? If he's 28. 1991. It's, it's easy math. Summer, spring, fall. Just, Winter. Just, There's four seasons. Okay. <laughs> now, if it's on the podcast, it's you were hilarious. Ba- you were barely born when Link to the Past came out. You weren't four. How old was I? Ba- you said barely born? Barely born. Yeah, I would never play that game. Did they remaster it? No. Yeah, it's called Link to Two Worlds. I thought they put it on um, <laughs> no, you don't. Game Boy Advance. <clears throat> it's really not a remaster. That? I don't yeah, remember. But, you, know. you don't need to remaster that game. Um, That's fair. I... Haven't been coming next year. Remaster, yeah. Right. <laughs> I haven't been Breath of the Wild yet, but um, oh my god, same. but I I I have. It's on Switch. There's I'm playing on Wii U. I know. <laughs> I'm actually what is, caving a Switch. Eventually. What is that? Is a Switch? <laughs> no, a Wii U. What's that? Uh, it's Reggie's the it's favorite the console? it's the console that Nintendo gave up on. 
and then conned all of you into buying Switches so you could play <laughs> it worked. Breath of the Wild. I know it did. It's a, and the Switch is amazing. Line up, sheep. <laughs> um, I'm going to buy the Switch for uh, Pokemon, probably. I'm going to cave in. The yeah. Dreamcast was a failure. They abandoned it. The Saturn was a failure. They abandoned it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo spent four years supporting the Wii U. Yes, but then they also Actually, just five years delayed Breath of the Wild continuously to make it work on both consoles so they could split the purchase. That's, That's not a little true. disingenuous. That's I think. Um, I think it was disingenuous of Nintendo. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> no, no, I meant what he said. Like Saturn, I think was support for three or four years, and then I mean Dreamcast wasn't really abandoned. Dreamcast as a company, Sega had to give up on because they couldn't afford to be a company that manufactured consoles anymore. Oh, fact check lock. Yeah. Get fact checked. Yeah, Sorry, you guys should start doing Check. that to each other. Now. You just got checked. I shouldn't. I shouldn't spread this information. I'm sorry. Yeah, you also um, shouldn't spread. Oh, what happened? Whoa. I just wanted a top down Zelda game though. So I haven't made Breath of the Wild, but I just wanted a top down Zelda game. So did you hear about that new Zelda game that's coming out? From that's the, the old one. <laughs> that's the old one. Yeah. No, I didn't. It's yeah. Link's Awakening. Yes. I heard about it. I just. I didn't dope. want to continue the conversation with Sean. Boo! Shut mm. your face. <laughs> Die. Mm. <laughs> All right. Injustice hey. 2's gear system overall was a really big letdown. This I've moved past Evolve now. <laughs> and I'm on Injustice 2's gear system. I can't believe they've done this. And I should have been brought back when they had the Ninja Turtles on as DLC. So You're just saying? Well, Salty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on that note, he, he came on the podcast and mentioned Evolve. Right? It's amazing. I figured I that it. part wasn't going to go in. I'm going to try not to mention Evolve in the like actual. No, all the things going. Because there's probably no, no I don't throw back fans. All Everything, the things, all the things stay. Everything. Do you guys still talk about Evolve then? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Wait, this is going to get. Ugh, this is going to be uncut. Even you guys talking about Jeff and his TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut that. No, please cut that. We're not. No cutting. one knows who Jeff is. They, no, no offense, Jeff. We no don't one cut. cares. They do. He once gave a game a six on a scale that he made up on air. It was hilarious. Yeah, we don't care. No, six point nine. Yeah. Um, there's things we have fans man. just they drag like and drop drag and drop yeah all right let's uh you wanna do this pivot yeah. time pivot all right let's do it topic time 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 the topic is <laughs> the topic is I'm not hearing myself that's the topic is, mm. <laughs> we're recording. What happened? Yeah, I mean, you guys, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, it's, it's, What'd you do? Are you pushing know. buttons that they hear it? They hear this. This is going to be in there too. No, they won't hear that. You sure? Yeah, because that's a separate thing. That's he's in this conversation, aren't you? Both. Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> the topic is Anthem, a game that no one was anticipating, no one expected. I did a lot of research for this, and I just can't believe that Blue Cross Blue Shield changed their name. That's funny. <laughs> it's That's not. That's pretty funny. It's not. Oh, he sat on that one, people. No, I didn't. I thought of it. I said it. I regretted it. <laughs> just say should. it and regret it, like the old <clears throat> infomercials. Um, so, yeah. 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 Anthem started as Codename Dylan. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was originally called Project Dylan because it was supposed to be their big game that changed everything in the way that Bob Dylan did. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, missed the mark. Work. That's not pretentious at all. <laughs> um, hold on one second. Well, Y'all talk. <clears throat> well, I just, I want to, I do finally want to get Chris's comments on there. So I'm kind of excited about that. Not you, the other one. 
Oh, as I looked at our guest, because his name is also Chris, but it's a Bioware game. So Chris, well, Chris loves these generally. I will what do you say, mean? Are you trying to say I'm the Bioware guy? Of the, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> I'm, not setting, I'm not setting up Chris or anything, but I was surprised when I when they when the game dropped and the Metacritic score showed up as a what was it now 63 60 Currently, between 60 John. and 63 and I'm not saying this because Metacritic is all that matters I don't believe it does that's not the point but let's go to the tape everybody says, was saying no. everybody was saying that Andromeda was not real bioware this is real bioware yeah this and is even Edmonton. I have been saying this is I, I cannot anticipate this game being bad and for some reason, somebody somewhere has not yet cracked the code for games as a service. Yeah, it, when they it would launch. Seem, it would seem. I don't think it's even that. It's not that they haven't <clears throat> cracked the code. It's more of, I think it's obvious that these companies realize that they can put something out that has issues. Because people that play these games understand that they improve and, and change over time you know, well, they, they like used, they, I think they, they get feedback to. and yeah, they, you know, they figure out, okay, people mm-hmm. like this, they don't like this. They're abusing these parts of the game that we didn't think were going to happen. And they make patches and they update. The problem though, of course, is, is that for those who are early adapters, you just kind of have to accept the fact you're getting a game that has issues or isn't really up to par compared to something like when, you know, Breath of the Wild launches or, you know, a Mario game, whatever. With right? six years in development, six should we, years. should we, yeah, come, no, should we, should we be <clears throat> just expecting that? Because no, no. Hmm. not at all. I, I told you guys uh, before we recorded about, I guess, last week at some point I go, uh, there, there probably was a point in time before, like, say, Destiny or hmm. before a division launch that gamers would be more receptive to a game, maybe struggling out the gate. That's set up like this, um, but when you when you have the people, I feel most of the people that play this type of game mm-hmm. are your Destiny fans, yeah, are your Division fans, um, and then of course other people as well that get hype on the new stuff that comes out. But you know, me being a hardcore Destiny gamer like I was, this game feels a lot like Destiny for obvious reasons to me, especially when you're in your exosuit and you're doing the things. But it's it's just I don't know. I don't I don't think in this day and age anymore that. You can have these problems and or or whatever issues that people aren't liking. People are going to bail out. Did you see what they did to Titanfall? <laughs> right. But look oh, at Apex oh, yeah. Legends. Yeah, but <laughs> Apex Legends has fixed that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the this? Uh, we've we've got data on UK sales charts. This isn't always indicative of what it's going to be, but last I read, the this game has has been what either 10% of the physical sales of Andromeda or 10% of the physical sales of Destiny. I can't remember which two games. No, it was, it was, it was that's a terrible stat it was, either way. It was 30% less first oh. week sales than, um, than Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. I thought was what I saw. And then 10% of the sales of the original Destiny. Yeah. But comparing almost any game to the original sales of the original Destiny is, it's, it's crazy. Insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Because Bungie sold a similar lie which yeah, is a sure. fully fleshed live service. It just is unfortunate that a game like Destiny and a game like The Division and some other game I can't remember right now, they all got to do that. And now Anthem, which I do think has glaring flaws, and I've got my own very big problems with it, 
does not get a similar pass I because I think it is a better game. I agree to that Mostly too. Mostly specifically when it comes to the gameplay and the mobility, I feel much more in control of what I'm doing, and I feel much more powerful in this world than I ever did in Destiny. I never played The Division. Um, and whatever the third game, I can't remember right now. So, I'm sure so you, I you feel like this out the gate is automatically far stronger than Destiny was out the gate? Gameplay. I, I do. Gameplay-wise. Game I yeah. think that's the okay. saving grace of it. Like, there's just no denying anyone. If this I know, were a first-person shooter, no one would play. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I know you guys, like, haven't played nearly as much as I have. Right. And I, I, I think, actually, the part that's most stable is is the beginning part like the upfront hours like early hours i didn't see a lot of issues i don't know i mean i remember john called me that first day i was playing i was like what the heck are they talking about like oh, and we, it wasn't until it got later i started to go like oh this is what they're talking about dude, yeah we, there was a post on facebook from from you saying I don't i've read the reviews and i don't understand what yeah, people are talking but about. yeah but like chris is right in the sense that at the very least if you take out the technical issues the core loop of it is very fun and unlike something like destiny to me where when i played destiny you know like they promised that i could be this space wizard class or whatever right uh what is that class called in destiny? warlock yes and it, it really a great word and just ruin it yeah the class <laughs> but, wizard but, thing to do things but really <laughs> but really like when i actually played it it felt like okay yeah there's like one or two things i can do that are a little bit different than these other people but still i'm primarily just shooting guns that's that's really what I'm doing. The in this same game. guns that every other class can equip. Exactly. Too. Versus this, where I pick the storm, and I think of like all my friends. I'm the only one who's picked that one, and it plays completely different. I'm the storm too. Than anything else Love in it. that game. Love and it's the same check. if you go and you pick the interceptor or you pick the colossus uh, down to the ranger. The they javelin. all, yeah. yeah, they all definitely feel right. unique in how one. they play. And I think, one. you know, Destiny has not achieved that in years. Uh, as far as variety to me. And yet when D3 comes out, oh mm. man, they're going to be sitting under shovels, just waiting to get it in the face. <laughs> and I'm and I and I'm going to be so furious. My my biggest gripe, with, so my thing with Anthem is I want it to be much further than I was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than I currently am in the game. My big problem came from the fact that when I wanted to play and I was ready to play, on the day that it launched, um, I was reading articles about if you start the game with people and you're playing the story mode with people, Someone's going to get to see the cutscene, and likely someone's not going to get to see the cutscene. Uh, so it's gonna you're going to miss that chunk of the story. You're going to play that mission, and then if you want the story, you're going to have to replay that mission later. This is a game where the motto is "strong alone, stronger together," and I can't play the co-op like system that you built in because you haven't got your servers figured out to where I could play with three people and we all get to experience the story together. Doesn't make any sense. So it put yeah. me off for. A week, oh, like over a week. I was just like, well, if I can't play, like I bought this as a co-op game. I'm hyped for this game on my own, but I, w- I was hoping for a patch so I could just drill through this, the story in a weekend with the people that I play games with. And with that, with, with issues like that, it'd be if, if the sales were skyrocketed off the charts, that may be understandable. But we have underwhelming sales out the gate. Actually, just to clarify to what John said, Anthem did hold down number one. It did. This week, so. That's true. But it yeah. it hold down number one, but sure. It's the number one that yeah, sold now, way less than a Destiny be, did when it was number one. Yeah, I think like it's fair to say it's <clears throat> unlikely at least right now. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the weird thing about these. Like you don't know where it's going to be in a year, right? Like yeah. no one knows. Remember how we were all talking about like CFDs when that came out on day one? Yeah. And look where it is now. It's healthy. It's doing very well. Or you talk about even the biggest one 
uh, Rainbow Six Siege. That thing is that thing came a out monster. and no one now, bought it. But I can tell huge. you, if Division Two is even a little bit more polished than this, Anthem's toast. Maybe. Just uh, is. I don't think that the people signing up to play Anthem are the, necessarily the people. Play. They're, they're right signing up for that. the looter shooter, but the the third person flight mechanics, different classes thing is going to bring in just a whole different class Dude, of people. It's just gonna being able to fly is amazing in this game. That's easily the best flying I've played in video games. I think there's no question about that. Like well, the I, I still run, of, <laughs> I still run into like mountainside, so I got to tighten up. <laughs> I'm not surprised up. by that. Um, <laughs> another one of my big things with the game is, first of all, I bought the Legion of Dawn edition. I wasn't originally going to. Um, <laughs> but then I got an Xbox One X, and it came with a, a digital copy of <laughs> so, Fallout 76, and I sold that for $20. And I figured, why not upgrade Anthem to the Legion of Dawn? And I got to say, I still don't have the, the armor that you're supposed to get when you buy that Jeff had that same problem. Golly. Uh, did you go to the featured store to the redeem part? Yeah, I did. And you I, I uninstalled the special edition things and reinstalled them. And I spent uh, 90 minutes in chat with a guy from EA customer support, which would have been a 10-minute phone call. He just was taking so long to respond to me that it was 90. And then he, at the end, said, we're going to have to escalate this. That was last Thursday. And now, as we record this, it's Tuesday. So here we are. And I – no, sorry. That was last Wednesday. So now it's been Thursday, Friday, Six Monday. Days. So we're on our yeah. fourth business day, and I've gotten no update at all. Spent 20 extra dollars on this. Didn't get it. Now I know that the actual amount of armor in the game is extremely limited. Yeah. Isn't it? I, it's it's you crazy. Get, you get your base pieces, you get the pieces you can buy, and you get the pieces you can craft. And the pieces you can buy are only available when they're posted in the store, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's infuriating for a game that's built around loot not to have a drop system for different pieces of armor. It's, so now I can only look like two or three versions of myself. For a game that was in development for six years... I need a dozen pieces for everyone out the gate. This is honestly ridiculous. It's so, my biggest gripe of the game. So as far as what you're describing, as far as that, yeah, as far as overall style pieces of armor, they're very, like, very limited. It's more of um, as you play, right, and you do the uh, three factions and you're leveling up, you get more material and different things that you can customize your look. So, like, for instance, say you were trying to make that Iron Man look, right? Yeah. You can eventually get to the point, like, later on, where you could have brass or tin or... Uh, yeah, I, and the, and, and that stuff was in the better. beta. It was, yeah. or sorry, it was in the quote-unquote demo. It was in the demo, and it yeah. looked great. Here's the thing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my different... I want to look different. I, there's, I, I feel unique. I don't feel different. The other thing is the uh, vinyls, I guess. Yeah. And the vinyls um, are neat, too. But if you can't change your helmet beyond two or three helmets, that's nonsense. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. That's fair. Destiny never had a problem like, like that. That's not something yeah. that you... And I'm surprised it hasn't been... I'm surprised I haven't read a bunch of articles about that because this is a game based around loot. I don't want the armor to have stats attached to it, mm-hmm. but I need for there to be... This is worse than Injustice 2. Overall, like because last time I was on for, was for Injustice 2, I really did enjoy that game in some aspects. But the gear system overall just ended up being a lie. They never patched it. They never added more gear. This is the same thing. I want visuals. I want a change. Yeah, and I know Bioware's likely. Huh? The gear isn't about visual in this game. Instead of like I'm the talking, visual, I'm, the, I'm the saying visual parts. Like it's instead of doing that, it's more about you have. Uh, by the time you get to level thirty, 
you have six components that you can equip. No, on. I, I know and that's, those are those that's are, where the yes, you know, the I understand is. that. Yeah, that's where the meat is. I don't want to look like all the other colossuses when I get to that point. Yeah, and yeah. I think it should be split. I don't think that you should make them customizable to that extent and then go and y'all get one or two extra pieces that you can change. It should be half a dozen at least, but a dozen would be the healthy amount. For a game that's been in development for six years and watch games like Destiny and Division, Destiny had more customization among its um, it had a ton of Guardians yeah. uh, compared to this. And that I remember my friend was like showing me stuff from Destiny compared to the Anthem demo. I was like, yeah, but we're just playing the demo, and you're showing me stuff from six months after Destiny came out. And here I am. Like, if you look at Destiny 1 and compare the armor pieces you get in that to what you get in Anthem, just the visuals of it, it's kind of ridiculous. It just is what it's saying? embarrassing. Yeah. You might be at a point in the game, Chris, where it's it's a little better. But what he's yeah. saying is is very much true. Yeah. I, as a as a as a hardcore Destiny gamer, yeah. that's the kind of stuff I am no, noticing. No. I know what they're doing. What they're doing is like, you know, if you if you go and look, basically the featured store resets every four days. And so it's like, okay, every four days they're going to probably give you at least one skin of armor that's available for purchase right uh for for one of the classes if not two they're going to give you vinyls they're going to give you some unique crafting uh thing for your suit that you can only buy in that period and what's the idea well you probably don't have the coin to buy them all at once especially the higher tier ones so what are you gonna do you're gonna go to the store and you're going to spend money because you want that one thing that's available right now and you don't have the coin to do it that's the goal. I'm not going to get got in this March update. <laughs> excuse me. In this March update, I need them to add some real stuff to flesh that out. Mm. It is, as I just said, it's embarrassing. I would not want to work at a company where you're pitching customization and then go, by the way, you can only change your helmet uh, to like two other helmets. You can only change your chest piece to like two other chest pieces. Sorry. Like that's non. It doesn't right it now. It doesn't only, make any sense. Right now, I can only change my helmet to one I can buy. There's not another one to even yeah, equip. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I, actually, the one uh, that's funny is uh, when you end. Like, still, people really haven't been buying the um, the emotes or anything like that yet. They're saving their cash. Yeah. So everyone, pretty much, when you complete a mission, all does the boy band like put your arm out type <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's well, no success. You know, like you say, when you finish a finish a mission, uh, mm-hmm. that that ties into what what I think is really good about Anthem. Sure, and that's the the gunplay and the adventure that you have when you go on these um, story missions. I know Chris can he can talk about going on strongholds. I can't do that yet, but um, those are hard. When when you when you take that first leap, uh, when like John when you first flew, that's that's a memorable moment in the game, Uh, and then you're you find yourself you know kind of going in this world to figure out. Uh, I need to go find this person or whatever objective you're doing. You meet your cast of enemies. You fight. Um, you throw your specials out. You have your guns. Your combos. Combos. All that, that. Those are really part of the what I consider the highlights yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah, the mechanic of Spider-Man swinging through New York City uh-huh. has been matched, if not topped, has, has been matched by this game. For sure. I watched. Uh, Aiden was in the living room with me, and I, I said, "If if not top, because I don't think it's topped up, but it's it's close. It's up there." When I leaped off the edge, Aiden was looking at the screen. I fired up the whatever your Iron Man thrusters, my, my thrusters, yeah. and he looked at me with his jaw agape, like I didn't know that could be possible in a game. Because yeah. you know he plays Fortnite where you just hey, plummeting got, to the earth. I got a question. Yeah, does Spider Man ever run out of webbing? <clears throat> 
<laughs> no. Yeah, does actually. I mean, he should. No, he, when he does in the real world. Yeah, but does he? Well, he doesn't exist game? in the real world. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sorry, in like the more <laughs> I'm just real world uh, I, comics. You out understand there. what I'm saying? I, I do find it a little bit annoying that my propulsion runs out. Yeah. So I I feel where I, you're coming I, I from guess, in that regard. I'm, I'm, it's not a. I'm, it's a I'm balancing maybe, thing. I'm thinking maybe it improves as you get. No, it's. Wow. I mean, it's. Oh, a, that hurts. That hurts. No, there are there hurts. are there are ways that you can increase the propulsion on your. Yeah, on you your can. Javelins. You can do that, but really, the idea behind it is that it's to di- differentiate the classes, right? Like the mainly mm-hmm. the storm. The storm has the one ability that no one else does, which is the ability to hover for insanely long that's amount their of time. Run. Yeah, like that's what no. they do. You mean the hover and the actual hover? Like, yeah, in the, the air. Run hover. And, okay. like, you know, even, like, now I've gotten a bunch of equipment where basically the stats on it all have, like, do an additional 200% damage while hovering, you know? So it, it's, like, it's obviously part of their build. So the way you have to <clears throat> compensate for that is you have to put, uh, you know, strangleholds on how often can people really fly. And really, when you're in the tight <clears throat> situations of combat, I find that it's not a problem. Like most people, like if they need to get out of harm's way, they can fly and get to somewhere and then drop down. It's more of like I would say when you're flying in the open world and you're going somewhere that if you don't have a lot of water around, it's kind of like got to drop down and run for five seconds and now boom, I'm taking off again. That's about the only time. It doesn't. Like. It doesn't feel like a hindrance to me. I feel like yeah. you have no reason to land if you could just fly infinitely. Sure. Uh, my biggest gripe about flying is that there's. It's not as stylish as it could be in some aspects. If I run and jump off of a cliff and the ground is so far below me that it's going to take me eight seconds to hit it, my guy should nosedive. If I fly straight up into the sky and I'm coming down, my guy should nosedive when he gets to the peak and I kill my jets. The fact that they just kind of fall lifeless in a like stood up position, that's like my biggest thing about the flight. Other than that, I love it. So I wonder much. if that's just a uh, Colossus. No, it's all of them. No. I didn't yeah, notice I my guy. I think that. the that's interceptor probably. might dive, but n- the rest of them, they just like I, I started with the Ranger. That's who I played most in the if, demo. They just they just cascade to the ground. If I had to guess, it's just. I mean, that would be a perfect thing to have in a game, but it's probably like, look, man, a lot of a code to write. We got a lot, of, yeah, we got a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> We're just trying to get this thing to run. So, Chris, when we when, when you started playing this game, you you said this a few times. You said they're going for the Diablo feel, yeah, meaning it's everyone, all about the loot. People are comp- are trying to compare this thing to Destiny, and doesn't feel like Destiny to me because, like That's I said, insane. Destiny to me just feels like three people or four people together that for the most part have the same classes with a little bit of different tweaks and like i said you can all get the same guns you can you're primarily all just shooting and and you know pouring your stats into one thing uh and then on the other side you have this which feels a lot more unique classes that ah this thing is not working well it's fire we don't edit yeah this is just in it dude this is what you get this is it it's like he sounds good for a minute, but he refuses to go buy a new mic cord. It's not the mic cord. It's this. It's not the mic cord. Yeah. I mean, like, if I unplug Chris, I'm sure I would. Nah. It would automatically be So fine. we need a new soundboard. Yeah, if you want to buy that. For How me. much are they? They're not much. I go half with you. Okay. It's no we'll big deal. Back done. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like the four classes to me are very distinct and they each have their their pluses and their minuses, right? Like the interceptor is deadly inside, but once 
it also doesn't have much health. So you pretty much always need to be moving and jumping and zipping around, trying to cut up people. The ranger is kind of like the standard, hey, have a little bit of distance, but also can come in close combat. The Colossus, of course, is the tank. A machine. Yeah, that can just Bread run for war. You know, can just dominate and like really actually is the best like healer. He wrote that before you got here. He's also, uh, he's also really the best healer in the game because he has the ability to block like certain death projectiles <laughs> while he runs around to pick other people up. And then finally, you have the Storm, who's really designed to be above all the action uh, and to cast projectiles down that like freeze people or whatever and then set up these like he can do mob control really easily with his uh with his attacks listen uh, here's here's a quick guide for anyone that's tried the colossus and you didn't like him mm-hmm. get a flamethrower right you yeah get your flamethrower, you fun. light them up and then you just melee them and they explode they just go kablooey it's impossible because <laughs> you get a combo off of your shield bash or your melee with the colossus so if i light them on fire and then i slam the ground they just <laughs> blow up and it's extremely satisfying to light eight people on fire jump in the sky and fist slam down on them and then just watch them all yeah. die <laughs> <laughs> i love I like, the colossus yeah i love the uh the combos and our ultimates from the storm as well they're pretty pretty awesome yeah. how they cycle through um the different types of elements mm. as, as you hit the the trigger button and it's it's very cool just to see that area of people just First lightning when you say trigger button you sound uh, like someone who was told about video games yeah well you know what you sound like I can't say it because this is a clean podcast. Is this clean? Yeah, yeah. it is. You mother... <laughs> it's it's uh, it's sanitized. Yeah. That seems accurate. Yeah. Except he said fisting earlier. Whoa. Whoa. That's just a word. It's just a made word. up word. Just a word. Just a word. Oh, we can say words? As long as they're contextless? Okay, give me just a minute. <laughs> nope. That's what she said. Um, But yeah, you know, I think like that's where it feels distinctively different. Like... In Destiny, it feels like you need to be good at shooting. Above all else, if you're not good at a first-person shooter, you're going to struggle with that game at times. Versus this, it feels like kind of a little bit, you know, like, I wouldn't say to the level of Overwatch, but, like, still, like, someone like Chris, as he marked, you know, like, you can pick up, if you're the Colossus, you can just pick up that shield and run. And, like, pretty much bash into whoever you want. You don't need to fire your gun that much outside of when you have your ultimate. Uh, if you play the interceptor, you don't really need to shoot if you're really good at just getting in close and, and doing melee attacks. Like you could just do that and you'd be totally fine with what you're doing. And of course, I like the storm because I almost never use my gun. I just look for the areas I need to go for, which is and I great target and because the guns in Anthem are boring and they yeah, also need yeah. to be changed. Well, see that, well no, 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 you haven't gone to Endgame guns. The 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 better guns they don't come till very late. And I believe once you, you start to see. That. I believe you. The fact that I would have to put over a dozen because I currently have like twenty hours in the game. Yeah, the fact that I would have to continually put more and more hours in the game to get a gun that's not boring is sure. a little is a little nuts. But see, and that's and that was my. That was my follow up to the to the to you comparing it to Diablo because in that sense Diablo from beginning to end is constantly rewarding you, giving sure. you new stuff, giving well, they you are new giving visuals. You. But you know, getting getting a weapon at the end of a mission mm. and going, oh, that's level ten instead of level nine. Mm. Yay! It still looks the same. Uh, they're and not then, the same, though. No. <laughs> Like, they, like, have, they have different stats and they, yeah. there's different damage. No, I mean, no, I get all that. I would no say but they look you, the same, Chris. No but, yeah, but once you get to, like, I would say level, it's kind of, it, it's more would, like gear level, right? Once you start getting your purples, 
or even like some of your blues and you start to see like, hey, you have a warden and assault and I just got a new warden and assault. But this one gives me 20% speed on my L1 ability versus this, which just gives me more but ammo. But you would agree like, that... That's where you get excited. You would agree that someone who plays Diablo on the regular sure. is, mo- is, is equally invested with how aesthetically you look as well as the weapons you have. Yes, for endgame. Yes, for endgame. Uh, it's it's mind blowing that Chris says this no is more like Diablo versus Destiny. I, I'm still trying to. Chris really is not alone that. in that. I do not think that this game is. I feel like it finds a happy medium in the two, which sounds like some centrist cop yeah. out stuff. But um, Destiny is its own game in the way that one Destiny is very mediocre. Um, I just mean like in everything but its gunplay. Evolve it's just, sucks. <laughs> I mean, you can try and lash out to hurt me. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. That's what um, I do. Lash out to hurt No one me. plays Evolve anymore. Yeah, they close the servers. No one can play Evolve exactly, anymore. Exactly, um, because it sucked. Okay, um, so <laughs> when, it comes to, when it comes to Destiny, um, I got bored real quick, um, mostly because of, as we stated, and I will state again, just to really beat a dead horse. Um, in Destiny, you're the same guy in different armor with a different ultimate. In Anthem, you're not. And I feel like that is the... John, you made a face. You're not the same guy? No, I mean, you're the same person in the suit, but the suits are sure. so different. Okay, but got, if I'm going to be a guardian Sorry about that. and I'm a hunter, I'm going to be basically the same as all the other ones. And the gunplay is crisp in Destiny. It is yeah, tight. Yeah, well, it's bungee. Which, yeah, it's like, okay, great. You guys did the thing that you do well. Um, but Destiny failed to deliver on such a large front for what it promised, even more than what Anthem promised. And I guess my main point, because it's gotten away from me... Um, um, is that Destiny is more of a, I feel like more of a standard looter shooter, like, like yeah. Borderlands, um, and Anthem falls more in line with Diablo than it doesn't fall in line with Diablo. Because I do think Anthem's like Destiny, but I also think it's like Diablo and its combat ways and things like that, the different play styles. Um, it's not as diverse as Diablo. As a guy who really <laughs> only played Diablo um, 3, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, it's not really as um, diverse as Diablo, but like like it feels more satisfying to play to me the way Diablo play. It feels, I mean, it's like playing Diablo. I imagine it was very satisfying. That's what I'm saying. It was loot city. Yeah. But you're talking yeah, I about, wish it was, to be fair, you're also talking about Diablo three after when you started playing it, like after four years of it being refined. That is my perspective. I played it at launch. Okay. I played yeah. it at launch and I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. People are babies <laughs> on PC. It was, it was very different at first. It was not fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, like to me, it's more like Diablo in the sense of, especially now being in the end game, right? Like where you as a storm, me personally, I've been using two things primarily, which are uh, the glacial storm and then burning orb. I just like that combination because I pretty much never have to use my gun, but you as your storm could set up a completely different combination Mm -hmm. and therefore end up playing your storm in a very different way than I am playing it where you are using your guns more. A hunter, you would use your gun or your gun and then every eight (laughs) minutes you use your ultimate. But you know that. You play Destiny. Um... The Titans still had different we also, stuff than Hunters and different stuff than Warlock. That's, that's all I was implying. And, and to be fair, like that's the way Diablo is. Like I can build a necromancer and have four different types of necromancer builds. You know, it doesn't have to be just this is the only way you can ever make a necromancer versus that's kind of what Destiny, I think, more so feels like. It's just finding the guns yeah. with the one stat that you really want, right? Like that has the best stat that really complements your build. Something important that I feel it hasn't happened yet, but I feel is important to mention for Anthem is that Anthem is not just going to be giving out the quality of life updates and making bug patches. 
their their DLC currently is set to a free model in general. Which is yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a huge thing. This this month we're getting an update that's going to introduce new stuff. Uh, introduce a new area, I believe potentially. I can't. I think they fact say, check me on that. Um, I want to say they have what they have more. They have new types of legendary contracts coming. They have at some point in their first ninety days, they're releasing another stronghold. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, this month, that that stronghold's coming this month. I yeah, think that's what I was referring to. And then, to. like at the end of this, they're teasing up that there's going to be a new cataclysm, which is kind of like the big world world event setting things that happen throughout, like the Heart of Rage or whatever, which is pretty much the main point of the yeah. story. And you is, don't have to you know, spend twenty or forty dollars to get it. That is exactly. nice. That's very nice. Yeah, I think like this is going to be a game if if it's done right over time. That unlike Destiny wanted to be the game that basically said this is your only game now. You don't need anything else. You just need to play Destiny 24-7, kind of like an MMO does, People right? People hooked up to life support, drooling, yeah, exactly. everything going on the upstairs. Best thing, the best thing that <laughs> Anthem could do going forward is be the game that says, look, we understand that you're going to go play other things. You, you've got other you know, priorities. But if you come back every four months and play a week or two with us, you will have plenty of content to enjoy at that time. And it won't feel like... It takes you three years to catch up with everyone else where you just feel insignificant. Do you have plenty of content to enjoy right now? Sure. I feel like uh, for I mean, like I'm 50 hours in and I feel like, you know, it took me a good while to go through the story and and all the side missions. I think I'm I've just now to the point where I'm about to finish up all three faction stories uh, just because I've been doing other things. Um well, my perspective on, on these missions, which, you know, just want to get everybody else's perspective on it. I've played like six hours of this game. Um, I'm at level eight. So maybe maybe it gets better over time. Sure. But every I could not tell you, number one, what the story is and why anything <laughs> matters in this game. And number two, all the missions or, or bounties or whatever they're called, contracts yeah. that I've played... I can't distinguish between a single one. The only one that stands out is when the Time antagonist shows finally shows up. And that's the only part of the mission I remember. It is all in my head, the exact same mm. thing. And I grant you, I've never played Destiny. I've never played Division. So I don't, my context for this stuff is different and it's new. Are you talking I don't about know, the an that antagonist that was kind of uh, the monitor? The yeah. guy that looks like Shredder. Yeah, it looks like with, Super Shredder. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that guy. All I've I love got, Ninja Turtles. All, yes, you do. Yeah, you do. All I've got going for me right <laughs> now is the combat's fun. Yeah, flying through the flying through the air is amazing. It feels great. Yeah, and being in this machine is truly satisfying. Getting in the machine is awesome too, right? Oh, I love getting yeah. inside that thing. It's so good. Anyway, claustrophobic. Um, <laughs> having said all that, is that going to be enough for a player to just look cool, feel cool, and play cool? When all these missions so far, if it's good, just they are the muddled. Same, yeah. they are if, the same. So here's here's the thing: the game does a really bad job of differentiating between an agent mission, a contract mission, and a critical mission. I the critical mission, I don't disagree. That's why I said it. Um, the critical missions are this; they're this, they're the main story missions, the one that that you play through that that would include the antagonist. Yeah. Um, and I last night I was doing a mission. Right around where you stopped, because I was I compared my status to yours just to make sure that I played more than you before I showed up here today. Um, <laughs> um, but I saw your achievement for the last chapter that you completed, the last main mission that you completed, and it took me forty five minutes to find that because 
Um, there were four different contract missions or agent missions that were available to me. And I did some of them to see if that would move the story. And it didn't. Then I found out that the journal, because I forgot from when I first launched the game like two weeks ago, the so journal is what has you. all your, huh? So you're saying it did tell you where no, it was. So yeah, yeah. So, but you have to open the journal to see which mission you have to complete. So if you don't know what you're looking for, it is going to be a little more difficult. And if you're doing missions you don't have to do, it is going to get muddled in between what's actually important and what's not important. Like right now, I'm doing missions that to me don't feel integral to the story. Um, mm. they, they're, I don't feel like they were tied in super well. When the antagonist shows up, it does tie you down and let you know this is what's happening. Um, but I, I they think feel that, different. I think when you're actually doing the critical missions, which is what I'm focusing on, I'm not really doing many much side stuff right now. When you're actually doing the critical missions and you're like doing them back to back to back, I can follow the story. I can trace where I'm going and I'm having a good time. I don't think it's going to be a huge problem because let's just pretend that I like Destiny for a second. Um, Destiny's story in vanilla Destiny was awful. And confusing, definitely and worse than that. Really short, and um, left a lot of unanswered questions to just such a huge extent. Um, so I don't think I think if people can get over that, and let's just say I thought that story was just fine. If people can get past Destiny story and and see the they game beyond, know. they didn't know. Story, yeah, they did because they kept playing. Yeah, they kept playing because of the in-game content. But exactly. that's, what I'm, that's that. all I'm exactly. saying. That's all and I'm it's, saying. It's they, the same they way dis- with they uh, dismissed the story as okay, it's a piece of crap. But this in-game stuff because there's some loot. It's pretty cool. That's literally what to I'm be saying. Fair, yeah. To be fair, like it's the same with like Diablo, with Warframe, with with Division. I don't think people play these games necessarily for some. You're not playing for it to like get Witcher story or something or Zelda story, right? You're playing for it because you you enjoy the gameplay <sighs> and you enjoy the. I don't quite the, agree uh, with that. This is Bioware. Yeah, yeah it's I know. Bioware. No. Uh, now that's the point. That's here. an expectation I'm, that I'm, I had. Based, yeah, but despite uh, what I just said, I'm but because I feel tied in because I am making sure that I'm doing the critical mission specifically. I'm loving the story so far. Yeah. It's not anything like Mass Effect two or three, but I'm still really enjoying it and loving the characters that are popping up too. It's a little bit of a a love hate <sighs> thing. Like, look, yeah, if you're a Bioware fan, I don't think there's easy or any doubt about this. Like between all the things that Edmonton Bioware has done is easily the weakest story they've ever put out. But at the same time, it's not an RPG. It doesn't have anywhere near the interaction that all those other games that have, uh, you know, the ability to build connections that are very meaningful and personal uh, that they all do. So if that's what you come to play this game for, you will be let down. I'll just go on and say that. But on the other hand, when you compare it to, say, <coughs> Diablo, Destiny, whatever, I think if you explore the world and you talk to these characters, um, as far as like going back to Fort Tarsus, Tarsus and, and talking to everyone and like getting a perspective, it's way more fleshed out yeah, than, than any that. of the other ones. But like, I'm, d- I'm doing know. all that. Yeah. And it's all muddled together. You see, I didn't say that. I'm on the I same boat as John. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mm. say that the story was good or bad. Yeah. No. Diablo. The story's not great, no. but I wasn't confused by the story. I guess I'm not. Look, call me, call just, me later. I'm just and not I'll, confused. I'll talk you through it. Yeah. Not, not to be insulting. I'll talk you through up to where you are, and then I'll send you a link to the list of story missions. So then you know you're only doing the critical missions, and you'll know. Oh, this. Yeah, but I want. Have you gotten to, to the part with? Uh, I don't want my friends to do that for me. I think the, I, my expectation is the game needs to do. That's it for a fair me. point. I, I guess point. I felt like they do it, and I know I'm further than you. Like, for instance, like rub it in my face. Everything. Everything connects back, like, to the opening mission, right? Like, we go through this opening mission. We are introduced to Haddock. 
and hack and all that kind of stuff with uh who's the uh i cannot Faye. remember hey thank you Faye, uh, Halleck, you know, the heart of rage all this yeah you go through this traumatic experience and you come back and you kind of like at first it's like okay look i gotta get my feet together i gotta you know make a name for myself that seems to be what the point is and you finally get your opportunity to do so but as you get to the middle of the story it's like okay all those characters along with some of the new people that we've met since that event how does it this all fit in Right. How did this event change them and yeah. all that? And when you get to that part of the story, I think, especially Haddock, hey, that's like the best storyline, I think, in the game. No yeah, in the be- but in the beginning, I'm still going like, so So what happened? Why are we here? Basically, what is an anthem? They, anthem? Anthem is the song of creation. I'm, hypothetically. I'm just yeah. rhetorically, rather. I think you mean cataclysm. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, for the most part. Fun game, though. It's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun. But look, the part that needs to be talked about that is an issue and i think is the number one thing that holds it back is technical problems man hmm. like technical there's problems a, needs more strongholds needs more armor uh, strongholds three, i'm fine like three, three strong, strongholds at launch after six years have of you done a stronghold yes i have like on the hard difficulties yes takes, i have i and look doing it on the hard difficulties i'm not saying it doesn't yeah. take a lot i'm not saying it's not it satisfying or rewarding yeah an hour that's three hours. I don't understand. And it, for a game that's been in development for so long mm-hmm. that is you're developing an instance, a one-hour instance, there should have been five or six. Oh, they aren't instances to me. They're more like dungeons to me. And like I think of like old-school WoW dungeons in the sense of they are not 15-minute endeavors. You know, they are – you let it be an hour it's endeavor. It's a lot. Three, you know? three is not that many. Oh, it's just yeah, not because that many. that's – but then to me for launch, it's fine. Like, if they have three in a year from now, that's where I'd be like, okay, man, come on. But, like, for three for launch, I'm like, okay, here's three. You know, that's basically what you get whenever you get an expansion for WoW. You know this, Sean. Like, you get about three new dungeons, and then over time you get more. So as long as they're releasing new ones, say, every two months, like, you get a new uh, stronghold, they'll be fine. Because then all of a sudden they'll have seven or eight. I think the bigger problem with the strongholds is that there's no incentive to do random ones so people for the most part as endgame are picking the very first one to get introduced to because it's the fastest rotation they can do to get loot you know to get that end game grind going on and you don't want that you want people to basically say hey there's an incentive for me to go do random sets because then if people are out there trying to complete certain quests they have the ability to find people to party up with yeah but technical issues yeah i mean like there was uh, the very final mission of the story. We were all together going through, and we get to fight a Titan in it, into it. That's not really that big of a spoiler, but yeah, there's a Titan. Kind of a spoiler. Yeah. You know, look, you'll see plenty of them. Okay. Burn them we'll be fine. Yeah. Another spoiler. Two spoilers. <laughs> it's fine. But anyways, we're going in, uh, and we almost get them, but we, we all wipe, right? And I go back, load in, and we start fighting again, and one of us goes down, and we go to pick him up. Except we can't pick him up. And then another one goes down. Can't pick him up. And next thing you know, we all wipe because no one can pick up someone when they're down. And you're supposed to be able to do that. And then we load back in. And the exact same thing happens again. So then we're like, well, maybe we just had a bad setup. It's pretty early in the run. So we were like, okay, we'll just restart. And we go in. And again, we don't beat him the first time. And we load back in to go again. And sure enough... Again, I can't pick Jeff up. 
Jeff can't pick up uh, Kevin. Maybe you, you know, should just like, get good. Yeah, that is the motto. <laughs> that's, that's mixed with people not being able to play the story properly together. Yeah. Um, that's mixed with issues of people not being able to actually load into the game, which I could not do the first day or so that the game was out. I have out. no problem with that. Um, and I'd also just like to call attention to something else. This is from a this is from a mission. It's not a spoiler so much. It's just a small aspect of something you have to complete. There's some prerequisites uh, on a mission that you have to complete. It's required to do it in free play. You have to do this, the worst part of this game. You have to do a mission that requires you to revive four teammates uh, within you know the free play that you're doing. And I was playing last night at four o'clock in the morning. There was no one in my free play session. So then I had to quit my free play session, relaunch into my free play session solo, and then message a stranger that was in there and say, hey, can you die for me three times so I can pick you up? Because they they say strong alone, strong together. They say you can play any aspect of the game you want by yourself. But honestly, you really can't. I have to message a stranger. I spent three hours doing this one mission because I had to complete all these different crazy tasks. And you can't move on. The last one, you you just can't move on. The fact that you can't find somebody at four in the morning, honestly, that's not a good sign. Um, it wasn't. I don't think it was that no one was online. No, it was no, that no. My server specifically, there were people and they were gone. It's yeah. something to do with my specific no. server. Okay, okay, so when you go into free play, no matter how it is, like how many people are actually in your party, there will only be four javelins on the map, right? The kicker though is that, like, say, say us three are together in a party and we go into free play together. So obviously, I could see where you are. I can see where you are. You can see where I am. Um, I have at least an idea, but if Chris is off on our map playing by himself, unless I actually open the map and like search, I can't even have an idea of where he is. Uh, and then there's really no easy way to ping him or tell him something outside of what he's talking about, like actually pulling up and going like, Hey, can you do this for me? Or hey, like, can you so, die? So like, I messaged this guy. I messaged <laughs> a you want to die. I messaged a couple of guys. And the last guy I messaged, I said, um, Hey, can you help me? I need to revive someone three times. And he said, I need to revive one person. And I said, let me die for you, bro. And I, he, I died. He picked me up and then he died three times and I picked him up. And that's a ridiculous stat to put in a mission. It's a ridiculous stat to put in a mission in a game where you say you can play alone. Now I'm forced to revive people. And it just is adding such a lot. I, I ended, it was like over an hour of time just trying to get this one specific thing done because I had to find someone who was willing to basically trust me to not just leave them where yeah, they were Chris. after they got shot down. I would die for you. I appreciate that. Next time I get a mission like that at four in the morning, I'll just give you a ring. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I think, <laughs> um, I'm logging on, Brock. John, it's an emergency. I need your help. I got you, Chris, I'm, I'm putting my shoes on right now. What do you need? <laughs> oh, you can take your shoes off. I just need you to come die for me. On <laughs> while I like, uh, <laughs> while I like the uh, free play to some extent, it's definitely <clears throat> the part of the game that to me needs the most work. Like, it just, it needs to be polished. It needs to, uh, like, for instance, I should be able to ping things on the map. If, like, Sean all of a sudden sees a Titan out in the middle of the world, he should be able to ping right there. Hey, there's a huge freaking enemy, and I should, and I'll, whether I'm partied up with him or not, if I'm on that same server, right, I should get a ping that says, Titan, hey, Titan, Titan in the has area. been seen. I yeah. think your mic is going out. Yeah, no. Again. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like pinging the terrain should be yellow and pinging an enemy should be red. There we go. And where did I hear that from? What are, I saw pinging in a game like that before. Oh, it was Evolve. Evolve had pinging. Uh, 2015. Hey, it had a great, it had a great pinging Bringing system. Bringing it back. But yeah. Oh, as far as hey. glitches go, I had a crazy one last night. Um, you know the, you know the wailing long noise a speaker makes when it pops. Oh. Pretty much that, that. That one. Yeah. It just, it, there was that noise of the popping, mm-hmm. and my my sound went out, and all I heard was the. Meh. 
<laughs> oh, I had one like that too, except it was just it the constant popping. It didn't pop. It just it, that noise. What is that? It's I don't know what it, I don't it's know what happened, bug. but the the, the audio went bugs. out, the the voices went out, and I had to mute my mission until it was over because it never stopped. Yeah, I just quit my build pretty, and started all the way like, over. Those are issues you guys had on Xbox. Oh no, there That's are plenty true. of there That's are plenty true. of issues on Anthem PlayStation. Killed the PlayStation Four today, so yeah. I read a news article that said that a PlayStation Four just died. It won't come back. <laughs> yeah, those people. <laughs> I will say this: those people. Uh, I guess go, go ahead and play some more. A uh, gamble, fool. <laughs> I will. Say, I will say, uh, yeah, it's that was kind of not right. Like those people just don't understand how it works. Like the PlayStation will, if it gets too hot, it recycles. Right, it automatically forces you to basically do a reboot and rebuild. Which isn't a big deal versus like the Xbox. Xbox is a lot more worrisome when that happens. Oh, but yeah. on the other hand, the fact that every single one in my crew has had that happen to them, uh-huh. you know, that's Shows the concerning that the PS4 part. PS4 is like poorly designed and overheats too easily. <laughs> uh, Possibly, maybe. I don't know. No, I'm just, I, I'm it just does, it no, does sound like a... Because uh, Call of Duty, uh, the most recent Call of Duty also had issues. Where when you say yeah. Call of Duty, it sounds like Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I do. Like duty. Yeah. Um, same issue though. People stuff freezing up and reboots. Um, but there's part of me that just wonders, you know, I, I think the biggest problem with this game and like when you look at EA as far as a company, like, cause this still all in the end to me comes back on that. Of course it's it like, does. No it bungee, does. no bungee, right? Tell me, tell me was the last thing that I, EA I made. I can't listen to you right now. Was the biggest thing that EA has personally developed from the ground up that wasn't just some small game, but was a triple A game that they actually were the ones who set the tone for. Like, I I don't know what it is because, for Wouldn't instance... that be Titanfall 2? No. Well, no, Titanfall 2 was still... Respawn was independent when they started working is on Bio it. Is Bioware not independent? Are they in EA right now? Like, they are. And that's probably, like, so Mass Effect 3? Like, Mass Effect even, 3 so even, even when you go to Battlefield 1, right, they did not want them to make that game. They secretly had to go make the, you know beta version of that game and take it up to them and say see this would work and they finally said okay i I believe in this i I think ea for a thousand different reasons is the easy target here sure yeah but you have to hold a a developer accountable when you are in development for six years bioware is not without fault here thank you it's definitely it's definitely you have have said on many occasions that nobody tells bioware what to do I'd like to believe that, that they have built such a reputation. <laughs> I know I said it, and I'd like to believe it. <laughs> I'd like to believe it, but look, I, I'll say this: I think there definitely was probably a conversation of like, "Hey, we need a shared, you know, loot shooter. And we need, I, we look, need a destiny." If I'm EA and you have spent six years on a game, I'm mm-hmm. going to say you need to release this thing. I think that's the difference, six though. Years. Like the difference is that you think of something like Nintendo, Ubisoft. Not always Ubisoft, but a lot of times Ubisoft. Uh, definitely PlayStation. I mean, PlayStation worked on Last Guardian for how long? Until they finally put that sucker out? How long did they work on God of War? About four or five years. Six years is a while, but when you say uh, conceptual... Four or five years for God of War. Long, game of the year. Yeah, it's God not just a while, awesome. though. It's not just a while. It's the longer side of development. Four or yeah. five years was a lot of time. Six years is even more. And we're not talking about a game that's near perfect with some glaring issues. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about a messy game with some glaring issues. Mm-hmm. A messy game that I I don't think... I, I, if I had a father, he would um, love me, but he would be disappointed in me. 
it's that's how I feel about anthems. I would say, look, that's actually the big thing, astute. The yeah. big thing like that, that says a lot to me is like you got done with Mass Effect three and you made Dragon Age Inquisition, right? And then starting around that time period was when pretty much the majority of the core leadership for Bioware that had been around forever started jettisoning from the company, started leaving. And that's what makes you worry about the because the same thing has happened with people like Visceral. It's happened with Dice. It's happened with just about every major acquisition that they've picked up through the years. So you go, okay, the best thing that's happened to that studio since that game has happened is that at the very least they got Casey Hudson to come back. But Casey Hudson went from being a guy who managed your games to now he's managing the whole entire freaking company instead of having the two guys that built and, you know, have the oversight to build like all these great franchises for you for the last 20 years. Look, I I hear you. I do. But I think I think I think EA circumstances over the past three years Mm -hmm. are making the Bioware fanboys and apologists thankful because Mm -hmm. they have somebody else to blame their baby Bioware. They're the ones that are victims here. And I think Bioware has everything as as, I I just don't buy six years of development. And this is what you give us, particularly when division came out, lessons learned, destiny one and two came out lessons learned. But what's the difference? When is somebody, you tell me when you play destiny, Right off the jump, the, a lot of the things you were critical of Destiny are, mm-hmm. it seems like, are being overlooked here. I don't, well, I'm not critical in the sense like, look, the best thing that's compared to Destiny in this is that I don't just walk around with a little robot who tells me things that I really have no context for. That was the worst part of Destiny to me. And like, everyone apparently is the same thing. Versus this, it's like, look, you're a freelancer, you're one of many, and you just you went through this bad thing. Well, this is but uh, this but is, as far as like the big difference between those, like when you talk about Destiny and uh, and Division, those companies make these kind of games. Bioware is an RPG studio that has always been what they are. Yes, they have guns in some of them, but now you're asking for them to go from this thing that they are really great at storytelling. We, we, we didn't ask them to do that. And all of a sudden make something completely different where it's not really about story. First and foremost, it's about gameplay and loot system. But it sounds like they wanted online. this. Yeah, we didn't ask. Them I to don't do think that. so. The, I mean, what, like, from I think what I've seen they came up with this idea in house. This was something they built for themselves. I'm willing to bet that as far as the idea of a shared world loot shooter. And of course, this is only speculation. I can't prove this. That came down from the top from from EA. Like they wanted that because they looked over at Destiny and said, cash cow we need yeah, that we need cash that cow. by where can you do it by exactly. where it goes yeah yeah Give sure. us six years and we'll be all right ish when it comes out but to me like i said my point being is <clears> that <throat> the best things that have come out of va that aren't just like some small pickups I, I will give them credit on that like that's where they do good jobs is is partnering partnering with small upcoming studios to do artistic games they do pretty well with that but when it comes to the major stuff they just haven't shown a great ability to manage all their studios. So when Bioware fails, then I go like, well, now you've ruined that. Of like course. you've already ruined Visceral. You pretty much are on the way to ruining Dice. Uh, you know, you've ruined Madden, which used to be the top American sports game. You ruined NBA 2K. You ruined EA Big that made all these great uh, over-the-top sports games. Uh, you know, what's next? Like, what do you have left until you start to go? Maybe we should reconsider how we handle our star studios and, and what we make them work on and how we let them develop things. I've got insider knowledge. It says EA is actually a man and he is intentionally <laughs> killing all the games that they make. Hmm. 
That'd be funny. Um, but I, I feel like the EA Bioware thing is just like the Activision Blizzard or Activision Bungie thing. Bungie, Bungie's free now. Bungie's finally on their own. They finally broke away. And like you said, that you think that the apologists are going, oh, mm. this isn't Bioware's fault. This is EA's fault. I'm f- I'm ecstatic to see what Bungie does next because there's like inside knowledge that the people over at Bungie didn't want to make big sweeping expansions for Destiny. Yeah, they didn't want they, to do that. They wanted to trickle out the DLC. Bungie was strangling the mo- own themselves they were strangling themselves and then you read the comments for that article saying that they left activision and everyone's like finally finally they're free finally activision's not in control of them anymore it's like yeah finally they get to just make a game and not have to support it like that's what they didn't want to do that they're the one that released those games in the state that they released them i I will say the bigger judge for bioware going up is like you know we know that they've already teased up a uh, dragon age game we know that's coming probably With some flight and an animal no creation <laughs> no i have no idea what's going to be in it but like if that comes out and that flops like that doesn't hold together then you just go god is bioware broken in general right you know and it needs it's to gonna be take shuttered. another disappointment to, but, to determine if it's bioware's fault well because like i don't put the last no one puts mass effect andromeda on them because they didn't make that game that's not mass effect andromeda is overhated anyway so. yeah oh it's not a bad game uh, it's an all right game that just has some bad facial animations. That's about the worst part of it. People could meme it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this a sleepover podcast? I don't. I don't know how are, are we going to be. Are we um, going to be here? We've we uh, got yeah, long. But anyways, yeah. Let's. Uh, That's probably fine. Look, let's go and uh, give some Richards here. Uh, John, I know you're early. I'm not going to do that. Okay. One because this is not my genre. I'm dabbling. I'm dipping my toe in it. I can say I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. John? I'm not scared to give a Richard John. Um, yeah, he's fear, a man. fear was my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> a fear. Uh, you will know fear. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as I enjoyed Destiny Vanilla. Mm-hmm. I did like Destiny Vanilla from the beginning until I realized what it was, of course. Um, <laughs> like a like a person who enters a relationship until you realize, like, them. I have yeah. to do this much. Oh, wait, this happens? Until you said, like, I have to do this much just to freaking go into a raid? Yeah. That, that was, was the part that sucked terrible. of that game. So terrible. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable. A lot of the Metacritic, I think you said, was at 60-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be like a six for us. I think it's better than a six. Mm-hmm. I think it's closer to maybe an eight. Maybe oh, a seven wow. five, maybe seven five ish, eight ish, somewhere in that w- from where I'm at now. I do, I do want to see how that changes when I get to an end game, um, mm-hmm. and kind of see where it's at. But I, I, there is something to be said about uh, when you are fighting the enemies and you are on those missions and you are flying around uh, and you do have the interaction with people uh, at the fort and, and things of that nature. It's it's a it's a fun experience. Like John said, I'm having a good time playing it now. Sure, having a good time. time. <laughs> Right. So, so yeah. I'm not sure what a Richard is. Having been the basically, sole creator, it's our score system. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, no, this, sorry. This is um, this is not games and, and games anymore. So, as the sole creator of the show, who walked away, I don't really That's like to BS. look back. Yeah. I don't really like to look back, so I don't listen to you guys. That's exactly. fine. You rolled in like um, you own the place. Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. What's I this? appreciate that. Um, so, sole creator, huh? When yeah. it comes to look at that. And I'll there goes the mic. So <laughs> um, when it comes to Anthem, I got to be honest, 6, 6.5, I'm happy with that. I feel like the rating system when it comes to games and movies gets so far away from the fact that 5 is average. 
um, that it needs to just really be reined back in. So I'd say with five being an average, I'd say Anthem's a six to six point five with great potential to grow from this point because of free DLC, free actual full updates that can make the whole game a new experience. So I'm yeah. going to give it um, a six point five Richards. The he's average, a, uh, the American a, male average. He's a good old friend of the show, Jeff, on his rating scale, ain't he? Right. <laughs> it's a, I, I, that's fair, though. Um, Except I, you can, instead of calling me friend of the show, Jeff, just call me creator of the series, Chris. Well, Jeff gave, <laughs> Jeff gave a six to that's a ten. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff did give a six on a ten. Yeah. He didn't do that. So. What's a six on a ten? If the game was a ten, he gave it a six. What was the game? Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 2. 2. I haven't played that yet, but I really want to. Oh, God. It's a ten? Oh, a lot yes, of people it's are saying it's a, it's a 10. It's not a 10. It is a 10. Except for Chris and Jeff. They gave it was, a 6. It was, is no, Jeff I also no, an no, no, SJW? No, I gave, uh, <laughs> I gave it uh, an 8, I think. So I didn't hate it. I'm excited. I See, this is the great thing about I just didn't put Richard in my mouth like some people at this table. Hmm. <laughs> See, see, now you know. <laughs> After we just got done talking about Bioware. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, let me put this now. Um, <laughs> look, in a perfect world, I'd love to be able to give this game like a nine, you know, because I do love Bioware. But at the same time, like to act like it's a perfect game right now or that doesn't have issues is kind of just Go ignorant to it. me. Do it. So, I mean, I'm just going to say for now, I think, yeah, if it fixes things and it keeps... The patches that they put out the last couple of weeks, like or the last two weeks, I've been like, okay, they're they're listening, they're doing the things that people want. That's something we didn't talk about very much. Is that they're actually making efforts to fix these issues? Yeah, not, especially they haven't the just loot. turned on the game, and they're not like going like it's not falling on deaf ears. The developers really are trying to listen to people when they say this is what we want. Yeah. So if they keep doing <clears> that, and you know they innovate, cool. But until the technical problems get fixed, it's kind of hard to say that. This could be an 8.5 or a 9, right? So I would say 7 or 7.5, take your pick on that. I do think, like, the idea this is the worst thing ever or whatever, you know, like, this isn't like Mel Gear freaking uh, Survive or whatever <laughs> last year, you know. It's not like that, but it definitely doesn't help to Bioware. It's great that, again, like, yeah, they're an EA game. So, you know, if things go bad, guess what? You're going to get the full brunt. There's not going to be people who hold back against you. And Battlefront 2 is really fun now, so maybe in a year Anthem will also be Battlefront 2's campaign was terrible. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about that. I didn't play yeah, that. yeah. I just played the online modes. But anyways, um, you guys want to do some news? Please. Sure. Woo. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. <laughs> news. News. Y'all are terrible. Welcome back to the podcast Something where we can peak I, to peak the mics the most. No, I didn't know that my mic twiveled and twiveled. <laughs> Is that a word? It twiveled and Chris just counted down fast. And I don't think there's a podcast on earth where people touch the microphones as much as you guys touch the microphones. This is like the weird grabby ASMR. People are loving this, I'm Chris, sure. it's good to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Get, get out. And by good to have you, <laughs> he means... I anyway. feel like because the podcast is in here and I created that, that I kind of like own the space that we're in until we're done. We can tell. You didn't, you, didn't create it, you didn't create it here. Huh? You didn't create it yeah, here. Yeah, I got brought here. You created it in your hot box. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Actually, man, man. sweat lodges. That's where people get their best ideas. But where was the Idiot. first episode of Games and Games recorded? In Tony's place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Who, who edited the first episode? I don't know. Tony. 
Okay. Who made the theme song? Look, who edited the most recent episode? No one, because there's no editing on this show, according to what edit. you guys keep yeah. saying. That's true. Hey, John, you lead off, and I'll do the uh, the gold stuff, and we'll just go from there. Excellent. All right, let's do All right. this. Evo moves on from Melee. The Evolution Championship Series has released the lineup for this year. In regards to Smash Bros, Super Smash Bros. Melee did not make the cut. The classic GameCube game has been part of the lineup for over 10 years. The title has been replaced by Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. This is a huge deal for those who've considered Melee to be the definitive title for competitive fighting. I know nothing about what you just said. So basically, Evo's like the world's biggest fighting game tournament, tournament where they have different kinds of fighting games. Um, Smash Brothers Melee is just such a huge deal to the fighting community, specifically when it comes to um, Smash Brothers as a whole. It's just the most popular game. People still play it all the time. They play it on their PC to practice for you know whatever reason. Um, but now that that's gone, it's like it's like an upset. It's like they took a Street Fighter, a classic Street Fighter game, and they were like, yeah, you know, we're not going to have this anymore. Um, well, I took it to mean it, that this has now become the acceptable. Yeah, that's how I took you, it. You know, the, see, replacement for melee. This this game has finally come. I mean, I wanted Sakurai to look into was that more. I read today Sakurai was actually on IVs when he was developing this game, so he was committed to making this as the ongoing replacement for melee. I, and I took this to, to mean that the Evo community now recognizes it as. I, that's what I'm hoping. When I read it, I read, oh no. I wonder what those people are going to do. Because some of them, I'm sure, let's say that's true, that Ultimate is just the next step and is yeah. better than Melee. Um, a lot of those people don't care about that. They're just stuck on what they're doing and don't that's want to true. move on from it. That's true. But I, I've played a little bit of Ultimate, and it is mega fun. Yeah. It's we played good. a little bit of it, too. It was all right. Every but time... What you play it on? A Switch at someone's home. Okay. Every time I go online <laughs> on the Switch, I see Andrew on it playing... Smash. Smash Bros? And I'd probably still thrash all so of you. So he likes to smash. <laughs> probably. The a Evo lot. Championship, like the All-Valley Championship with Karate Kid? Exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, March 2019, PS Plus. Uh, your games will be Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, which is actually not bad. And Chris's favorite puzzle game ever, The Witness. Yeah. Uh, both will be available between March 5th and April 1st. If you're wondering about games with gold for March, uh, that will be Adventure Time, Pirates of the... Echiridion. Enchiridion. Enchiridion. Nice. Nice. Appreciate that. I'm going to download that game. That's dope. And that's available March 1 through 31 or March 1st through 31st for non-stupid people like me uh, for Xbox One. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. That's going to be March 16th through April 5th. April. I'm getting that. Really? Should have been games with gold a year ago. April 15th. uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. That's March 1st through 15th. Um, And Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. March 16th. That's not a real game. You know why it probably wasn't a year ago? Why? EA Access. Yeah. Mm, Because it's on there. Mm, That's fair. Yeah. Mm. So that's dope. So um, other than the Adventure Time game, any other ones you're excited about for free? I'm going to download three of those four games. Everything but the one that you made up at the end about Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Revengeance is not a word. Does What's the, it called? Metal Gear Rising Revengeance? That's, everybody know knows that. that. That's fun. That's Platinum Games. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's where you play as Raiden and you just have a sword and you slice everything. Yeah, that's okay, that's fair. Yeah. Everybody knows that Kojima makes up words. He definitely does. All words are made like up. Like his own name. Two things. <laughs> <laughs> but in particular, did Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered have its campaign? Or did they skip the campaign? I, don't, I can't remember. I don't remember because when I played it, it was just I logged on to play the online with my brother. Yeah, I just I, I would I would I would snatch that if it had the campaign on it. 
So I might finally play the witness. I bought the witness. You should. Yeah, Chris Chris spoke highly of it, so my I don't wife, remember doing that. My wife wanted the witness. <laughs> it's awesome to have two Chris's on one show because it's not funny. Jumps. This is the worst bit is where I go, well, our names are the same. It's the Die? worst. It's the worst bit. <laughs> All right, John. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Interesting. That's the news. Next bullet. <laughs> <laughs> In a year that is finding many game publishers dropping out of E3, Cyberpunk 2077 is showing up. The game's Twitter account made it perfectly clear. For those of you asking, yes, we will be at E3 this year. Why are the Polish people British, by the way? I don't know. They just Why are they Dr. Seuss? <laughs> yes, we will be at E3 this year. The less crowded space could be seen as a good thing giving CD Projekt Red more of a spotlight. Chris is a douche. I don't think they need more of a spotlight for this game. People just want to see it. People just want to see it. Am I, I am hoping care. the game's good. Because right now, much like John, I don't care. <laughs> Not right now. I, I don't care. Chris does. It's oh, too I many. very much care. I want it to be good. And I've got like a, I've got like a treasure trove of hype hidden somewhere. I didn't bring it with me today. But right now, I don't care. Yeah. I want it to be good. But if it's not, I'm just, I don't feel the urge to buy it at this point. It being first person is a really big drag on me. I, I love third person games. And I do too. Especially if it's a storytelling game and I've got to be first person. Ugh. Matter of fact, going back to Anthem, I like. I think I like the third person in my javelin suit better than the first person walking around the fort stuff. That is a weird thing. It's weird. Contradiction. I don't know why they did. So, Chris, could you move the news articles up? Getting ready for the next article. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> oh, wait. Can I say something really quick about E3 and the and the all that stuff? Of course. Please do. So... Um, at first, my reaction to that is like all the TV networks trying to create their own online streaming service, which a lot of people have problems with. I think it's fine. I won't get into that. Um, but I think that's good in the way that it gives maybe not Nintendo because I don't really understand how they do their E3. But Sony and uh, Microsoft, such a big platform to go, this is what we're doing. These are our exclusives. These are other things that we're having developed by other uh, developers. And then you have the other offshoots where it's like like how Bethesda, when they announced Fallout 4 did it at their own event i think that that's interesting i think it's neat and it creates a without this there are smaller games that would not get to appear at e3 or appear at these conferences held by other developers so i think it's good and i think that diversity and options are always going to be better than e3 having a monopoly on the biggest time of year to release game information a lot of what you said has some truth in it for sure we're just we we've talked about how we're kind of sad that the e3 that we knew growing up is not going to be the e3 that we knew anymore that's fair and because of that sincereness yeah. i won't take a shot at you for your age <laughs> <laughs> next news bullet hey, point <laughs> that's my turn and your beard looks immaculate keep Thank it going you. um sean needs to join the 10 million horizon zero dawn which just celebrated its second anniversary just days ago has officially sold quote well over end quote 10 million copies Guerrilla Games managing director Herman Holst. I love that name. I do too. Holst. Herman Holst revealed, quote, the idea that we were able to bring, uh, is her name Aloy? I don't a- know, guys. Aloy. Aloy's journey to so many players. You said Aloy? Aloy. Aloy. Yeah, that's how they, I haven't played it yet. I don't know. This is, It's a thing on the show that I, I can tell play. from the thing that. Yeah, I haven't played it. That you haven't played it. Yeah, is uh, we brought her journey to so many players is astounding. We've been deeply moved by the enormous amount of fan creations you posted online as well as the heartfelt letters you've sent sharing your favorite moments from Aloy's journey. Aloy? Aloy's journey. I I really need to play the game. That's an end quote. As of now, Sean has yet to play this game that he 
that he is still in the cell cellophane that John calls PlayStation 4's best exclusive. Which John said that? This John. This John. You said that? Yeah. I but did. the game, it's a woman. You know that's a woman. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know what he did. <laughs> oh, he's implying. Oh. I'm implying that you, you oh, hate women. That's Chris is an SJW. Oh. You hate women. Sean's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Your worst qualities. Sean's a DJ. Just let it. Just let it marinate. That was an excellent line. What, oh, I, what I do love about that, Chris, is he he can dish it and he can take it, and that's all that matters, he, he right? Can't, he can't take it. He I'm very it. sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm only going to be here one day. Don't bully me. So Halo Infinite gets spiritual. <laughs> IGN's Ryan McCaffrey recently sat down with 343 boss Bonnie Ross. Did you do that? Bonnie Boss. Did you do that on purpose? Because that is fantastic. I did. In that interview, she revealed that Halo Infinite will be a spiritual reboot for the franchise. Quote, there has been a lot of introspective time to really reflect on what we have done as 343. We have made mistakes. We, uh, where have, oh, sorry. Where have we made mistakes? Where have we hit right? Hit it right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. What does Halo mean to all of us? That Halo Infinite reveal trailer we did is what Halo means to the studio. Maybe it took us two games to get there, and I think we've done good things, but what does Halo mean to us? It is about hope and wonder and heroism and humanity and community and bringing a community together. That's what the trailer is, and that's what we want to do. And she's referring to the trailer from E3 last year. Where it it's also, so long ago. It's also about uh, apparently making a whole new engine for Halo. It was almost a year Slipstream. ago. <laughs> at this point. Slipstream sounds like a great name for an engine. Right. Um, Especially for it? them. But so, let's let's consider what the what the trailer was. It it appeared to be more of an open world people sh- a shared world. That's what did I did. Th- Come on, th- Roach. It, it looked like it to me. Because yeah. at the end of it you see Master Chief's helmet or at least a Spartan's helmet looking down on a group of people traversing the, the world. It led me to the disappointing assumption that Halo Master Chief would not be in the game as a, as the playable protagonist. Oh. That would be fine with me. He's had enough of the spotlight. You um, shut your mouth. I love Master Chief just as much as the next guy that loves Mountain Dew. But my, my thing is, um, I love what I love about this is that she says... Um, no one loves Mountain Dew. Where have we made mistakes? <laughs> That's the point, I think. Um, no one. Maybe it took us two games to get it together. Or to get there. Two games to get there. I like that they admit that there's problems with 4 and 5. I think there was zero problems with 4. I think they both have yeah, issues. And, five, like, though, right? even then, like, she admitted in there that, like, after they made 4, they'd actually promised the the developers or the, the team, right, that they could build a new engine. And uh, they didn't because, basically, they just kind of decided, look, we need this out in three years and there's no way that we would be able to do that if we stopped now and make an engine. So after they put out five, she they basically held her to it. And to her credit, she went back and said, okay, yes. And, and they basically said there was a lot of stuff that they had ideas for for Halo 5 that they just could not do because basically they were working on technology that was designed, you know, 20 years ago. And, and you know, they oh. patched and updated so much and... I like four and five. Time. I'm just really hoping that this is the one that pulls Halo back to. I don't need mm. it to be top dog, especially now that they've It'll announced never be that top dog again. And now that they've announced that there's not going to be um, a battle royale mode, which I think is just ridiculous and and and, and moronic. But the fact that that's not going to be there, I know it's not going to be top dog. But I want it to be something that people go like Titanfall two. 
Um, the story for Titanfall 2 was just great. Yeah, it was, was. just so good. And the mm-hmm. gameplay. And I want I want Halo to have at least one more game where everyone can go, yeah, that's a great Halo game that everyone enjoys. Everyone should give a shot. And Halo 4 and 5 are great for Halo fans. Uh, but Halo 5 is the only Halo game I never beat. I, ne- I never beat it. I Halo 5? Yeah, I don't really have any interest the in it. The game's 10 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't Sorry, suffer through it. five hours long. Did I say 10 minutes? I meant five hours. Couldn't suffer through that's it. It's about seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Shortest game ever. Of all time, even. Right. Um, if you missed the most recent Nintendo Direct, guess what was announced? Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company have announced <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield for 2019. The first footage reveals that the game will take place in the, is it Galar? Or, Go with it. Yeah, Galar. Galar region. Uh, we also got to see the new Grass, Fire, and Water starters. The chimp Pokemon Grookey, uh, the rabbit Score Bunny, and water lizard uh, Sobble. The trailer showed battles, beautiful backdrops, and weather effects. It was a, uh, what, about a 20, 15, se- 20 minutes? It was about seven minutes, actually. Probably biased, but. What, what did I watch? Was it 30 or 45 <laughs> what, minutes? What the, what the hell I did I watch? <laughs> I think you watched the Cyberpunk video where they released no, that 48 minutes. I minute. definitely watched the, the Pokemon. Because then all the remarks on YouTube were really funny because they were they put words together of like salt and pepper, the next Pokemon and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. Which is probably jokes that have probably happened before. Oil and water. Yeah, things like that. Um, but I'm, I'm actually excited about this. It's the, it looks good. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the, the there was some Spanish gaming company or news company that released uh, the information for Pokemon Sword, Gun and sh- uh, sorry, Sword, Shield and Gun? Someone's on on basically on the internet. Someone photoshopped an image of Pokemon Gun, oh, so yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. like the that. others, but it was shaped like a gun. Yeah. And some company published a story about it because they thought it was real. <laughs> that's funny. That is that's, that's um, hilarious. This, this this has me interested. Um, I haven't beat a Pokemon game in a long time. Um, I was hoping for a more medieval uh, uh, setting. I would like to have a Pokemon game that's just set like where. There's no cars or speeding bullet trains or bicycles. Everyone's just old. Everyone's eating dirt, living in wood houses and things like that. Um, <laughs> with I, Pokemon. Yeah, with Pokemon. Um, and I feel like it would be really interesting. But And I'm not even joking. I really would like one set in an older, less modern time. And this one seems to be more modern than most. But I'm still excited about it. And this is going to be the one that finally pressures me into getting the Switch, unfortunately. So it'll be a great I hope it's good. John, you're up, buddy. Apex Legends continues to grow. After one month in the can, Apex Legends has reached 50 million players. Uh, can you? Can I get a finger, please? Uh, up. Apex. He doesn't know where he is. The Twitter post reads, quote, Apex Legends hit 50 million players worldwide. We are humbled by all your support and can't wait to show you what's next, end quote. The 50 million number is likely referring to anyone who's ever fired up the game. It does not necessarily include only those who play regularly. I'm one of those 50 million who only fired up the game. <laughs> I don't like it. I miss Titanfall. That game is it's, it's good. I haven't played it. In like a week. I haven't played it yeah, in like a week. I've been doing this new game, so I haven't gotten a chance. But yeah, it's, uh, it's still solid. My new game is actually moving It's in definitely the first real challenge to Fortnite He's since since game. Fortnite. Mine's moving in with me. So. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I'd imagine that's going to be EA's biggest game for a while. For sure. Yeah. 
Unfortunately. Until the next one. <laughs> I'm very excited about this piece of news. I hope it's good. Ladies and gentlemen. Raving Rabbits 3. Remember, <laughs> remember in the beginning of the year when we said our most hype? This was on mine. It was, wasn't it? If yeah. you remember this. It was. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order Reveal. Respawn, a.k.a. Respawn, is also working on a Star Wars game. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will be revealed at this year's Star Wars celebration in Chicago. An exclusive first look will be shown during a special panel on Saturday, April 13th. The panel will feature discussion with never before he messed me up with his never before heard details on the upcoming full release game. This is hype. Fall release game. Fall release game, not full. So that's in the fall this year, people. Uh, This next part is hype. The game will follow a Padawan that has survived Order 66 and takes place shortly after the events of Revenge of the Sith. See, Chris, How that, hype is sound, that? that sound you hear, that's what we call air conditioning. That's funny. I thought it was a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm excited about this. Yeah. And I don't even care about Star Wars that much. And I'm excited about this. Obi-Wan will be in this, right? It's a single player... <laughs> <laughs> it's after Revenge of the Sith. Why is that funny? Because he's on tattooing, hiding. Maybe he'll come out of hiding and help this Padawan. I don't think that's the point of hiding. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how hiding works, Chris. You can't be like, you know, Darth Vader's out doing his thing. You know what? Let's just go ahead and come Killing out and let everybody. everyone out. You know what? Yeah. We'll just show up. It'll be cool. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited for a legitimate single-player Star Wars game. How dare you disrespect Prediction. Sam Whitler? This is an eight, seven to eight hour game followed by a multiplayer. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. You think so? It's like, respawn. That would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that would be. I've been told. <laughs> I've I've been reading that this is not a multiplayer game. I've actually read that this is just a Witcher Three mod. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Which funny. You would be okay with. Yeah, I would right? love yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and it would be hilarious. Speaking of mods, did you see the mod for um, Resident Evil remake? Where they replaced Mr. X with Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I've, I've seen photos I of it. I haven't watched that. it. It's quite great. Just like, the, you know, you're walking around all of a sudden here. Choo-choo. Now, and then the, the theme music. Speaking of Resident Evil, I watched um, a video by Donkey. Ah, yes. Not the one that you showed me, but another one I kept That's going. That's PewDiePie, right? I kept going down. Your, video game Donkey? No. I kept going down the rabbit hole. And... A lot of the things that are funny about him is the subtle things that you might not notice. Mm-hmm. He put a, a screenshot of Resident, a box art of Resident Evil 7, but instead of Resident Evil 7, it said Wasted Bullet 7. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty funny. Not obviously to you guys. I liked, I, played, his, uh, I liked his tribute to Reggie today. It made me laugh. I didn't get it. I thought it was pretty lame. He, like, it comes out and he's, uh, it's showing Reggie getting ready to do an interview, and all of a sudden he opens his mouth in the freaking Lion King circle of the life. Comes out of his mouth, and it just kind of does a nice recap of the whole entire circle of life for Reggie. At, uh, I would say Nintendo. I would say you had to be there, but that wouldn't have helped. Sean, Sean, you describe your favorite YouTube video now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good podcasting. Describe your favorite YouTube video now. Uh, the Baby Shark. Ah, That's a good pick. Did yeah. I introduce you to Video Game Donkey? No. Mm. Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but I do want to read through Chris, but it's not possible. Activision Blizzard is self-aware. Like Skynet. Let's not do that, John. Wow. Wow, that's nice. 
In a recent SEC filing, Activision Blizzard discussed ramifications of its recent decision to cut 800 jobs and how it may negatively impact its business going forward. The business discussed, quote, the company not being able to deliver popular games consistently, its dependence on a smaller number of franchises, managing its own growth, and the potential of legal proceedings, in quote. Activision has stated that it has put aside $150 million to compensate impacted workers. However... Regarding the layoffs, Activision stated, quote, while we believe this restructuring plan will enable us to provide better opportunities for talent and greater expertise and scale on behalf of our business units, our ability to achieve the desired and anticipated benefits from the restructuring plan within our desired and expected time frame is subject to many estimates and assumptions, end quote. That's good PR. That ain't PR. That's uh, that's uh, that's. I hope Activision. That's an S. That's a, that's an SEC filing. That's not no. PR. <laughs> I hope they crash PR. and burn. Except Overwatch. I hope it all crashes and burns. Oh, even gosh. WoW, huh? Even WoW, especially believe even it, the StarCraft. Believe it or not, especially. Believe this is why not. we can't move our friendship forward. You can't say things. We like actually that. can't move our friendship forward because I never say, spend time with you. <laughs> <laughs> good You're point, Chris. Good point. You just want Blizzard to survive. Because that's all we really want is just Blizzard. No, I want I want World of Warcraft to stop and um, for them to make a new one. Stop. Hey, They're remaking make, Warcraft 3 for you. That's not what I just said. Um, just stop <laughs> and make a whole new game. Return to Warcraft? Sure. So, yeah. But as robots. Build a whole new engine, make a whole new game. Boo. One that fits the current. Uh, or release World of Warcraft on mobile phones because that's what it looks like. I don't know. Last updates look nice. It's also not true. Yeah. Boo. Boo. <laughs> finally this week. I ain't got the I ain't got the voice to do it, so finally this week. Finally this week, uh THQ Nordic um in hot water, Phil Brock, PR and marketing director, has previously apologized for the company hosting an AMA on the controversial 8chan. 8chan has become controversial for hosting illegal pornography. In an apology on Twitter, Brock stated, I personally agreed to this AMA without doing my proper due diligence to understand the history and controversy of the site. I do not condone child pornography, white supremacy, or racism in any shape or form. I am terribly sorry for the short-sightedness of my decision and promise to be far more vigorous in my assessment of these activities in the future. This was not being edgy. This was not about being edgy. This blew up, and I very much regret to have done it in the first place. Sounds to me like his... Yeah. You didn't say future, right? See, here's we the thing. Say, we say future. future. <laughs> One, um, like I said, I'm, I'm beyond this. I don't podcast at all anymore. They actually kicked me out. They won't let me do it anymore. Who did? Um, Who won't? Podcasting gods. Um, <laughs> but if you read it right, you don't got to say in quote. You just read it real good. We you know? like it. It's our thing, though, man. But I don't. I didn't know that. You guys hey. kept saying in quote. And I was like, what are these weirdos doing? Hey, but your beard still. Looks you know what I bet? In quote. <laughs> I bet his whoever booked that. Is no longer working at that company. Actually, there's no there's no word that he's been fired yet. I'm sure it's coming, but someone will get fired for this. Yeah, because it's just thing. bad PR. Hey, whoever, so everyone should be fired because no one's ever heard of 4chan or 8chan and gone. This is a great idea. Hey, go to Reddit. Why do you think no one goes to these places? It's well, not they, about. Sorry, go ahead. No, they got the invite from from 8chan, and, and they should have said no, well, no. Look, yeah, I hear you 100, percent but it just looks like this was a case of. Bad decisions, obviously, but they didn't know. Yeah, well, when I say everyone and, should be and, fired, I meant no one should be fired. Because no, obviously, but we should be careful not to just assume that because they did this on 8chan that they're 
racist pedophiles. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't believe Look, that. It's thing. just a dumb thing to do. And KKK is going to, the KKK.com is going to invite them on to do the next AMA, <laughs> and then, then they'll be in trouble. That's when. Fool yeah. me once. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We didn't know KKK.com was that KKK. We didn't do our due diligence. And apparently DLC for Darksiders 3 dropped, and I didn't even know it. So so, to, so mm. your joke, right, about that, um, I was at work one time, and there's a popular sporting goods place called Dick's Sporting Goods, right? Richards. Um, <laughs> I thought that at that point in time, surely they had that domain on lock. <laughs> right? Oh, I remember this. Did you go to dicks.com? <laughs> I was at work looking for dicksportinggoods.com and uh, might have left the sporting goods off. Boy, did I get an eyeful. <laughs> and what was it like when you started your job? Oh, or you mean the, it, uh, it, the immediate fired. sweat and hot pits and everything else? The uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable in my own you skin. You, uh, like, I, I couldn't was watching porn at my desk. I'm I, sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't close the screens fast enough. I did, you just, hear me? Uh, did you like go? Oh, I got to switch to something else and pull up whitehouse.com. Is that where you went to? Did it not block it? It, it did. The, it was John. It showed it, and then it blocked. There, there were so many of them, <laughs> it couldn't block all of them. Dude, there were so many baseball Richard bats, Overload. hockey sticks, golf clubs, <laughs> cleats, tennis rackets. All the things, bro. Baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was one of those moments where you just, you're hot at your desk. You got to close hot, it fast. You got to go to dicks.com, <laughs> check and see what kind of men's trousers they're selling. <laughs> I, I think I was looking for like soccer cleats for real or something weird like that or ping pong paddles because at that point we were playing ping pong at work. See, Chris, ping pong is. <laughs> you guys want to uh, wrap this up? Clearly never. God. Mail this from is the real future. bad on that end. Oh, okay. It's probably fine. I still did my part. I am dying, but I will say that if you want me to read your stuff before I die, you should write it to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like the Winter Soldier Bucky did. Hey, Bucky. Yeah, he writes in. What's up, Bucky? The Winter Soldier writes us. Do you get letters from the Winter Soldier, Chris? No, he's he's so. banned from podcasting. No, remember? I was going to say, um, if you're listening, um, write me a letter. And if you, we actually, if we get a thousand emails, we'll just remove Chris from the show and Ouch. we'll add me back. Nice. Um, so just send in a thousand uh, emails. John and I sign off on that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Hope you all love Evolve Chat. Um, <laughs> Who wouldn't? Hey, guys. Weekly Evolve Chat. Right. Well, really, our time was really just weekly evolving Witcher 3 chat, mm -hmm. right? With a mix of Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. 1,000 <laughs> emails, bring me back. We'll shoot uh, Chris out of a cannon, uh, not onto a pad or anything. He'll probably die on impact, but write an Ouch. email and, um, and let us know. Uh, he writes in, though, and says, hey, guys. Hey, man. Hey, Thank I you. already said hello. hello. I, I mean, you didn't have to, but those two, they he should He probably know. is a big fan, so. Yeah. Uh, I've been on the fence about picking up Anthem mainly because of the bad reviews. The last game of a, the last games of service I played was Monster Hunter World, and I really enjoyed playing that. I know Anthem isn't the same as that game, but I'm looking for something fun. But with Days Gone and Sekiro right around the corner, I don't know if I should hold off on Anthem. I know you have just given your thoughts about the game but if you could address these points i would appreciate it one have the patches fixed the load times 
A um, little bit. Yeah, I haven't run into an infinite loading screen since the initial, like, day one patch that they got, or the, the day two patch that they added. Two, can you play this game solo? You can, but it's not really suggested. Um, I've been playing it solo to some success. There are some issues you're going to run into. I'd say overall, if you're willing to persevere and you don't want to play with people, you can definitely pull it off. And if you enjoy the gameplay, it's mostly worth it. Yeah. Three, are the loot boxes an issue on slowing progression? I have... Loot yeah, there's not really loot boxes. There are boxes of treasure that you get whenever you do strongholds, but they're more of like, you know. You can't buy loot boxes. If that's no, yeah, mean. yeah, no. It's not like that. Um, It's more of, I would say it took me about a week of end game play, and that was not playing too much this past week to get to the point where I'm already on Grandmaster 2 difficulty. I'm, I'm going to guess that the grind to get to 500 to get to 3 will be very long and tedious but as far as the majority of it no um for it's worth waiting until after i leave soul world and the avengers end game to pick the game up because he's bucky and he's the winter soldier uh-huh. see what he did there uh and he actually wrote a follow-up afterwards uh one email per week skip, go and skip <laughs> that one <laughs> and he said hey guys well my brother picked up Two copies of Anthem on PS4 on Saturday, one for himself and one for me, and we have been playing together. As of this email, I've played 10 hours, and it's been fun, real fun, actually. The load screens are still annoying and long. I have found the flying not to be as smooth as I would have thought. It reminds me of a baby deer trying to walk. I guess the time, <laughs> I guess with time, it will get better. Uh, the shooting is stellar. The game re- doesn't really explain much of the loot and crafting mechanics. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, the story is, well, it's there. Uh, it has an alien sci-fi vibe, but that's okay. I like Owen, and he reminds me of Iron Man's Jarvis. That's funny. Uh, it's not a six like Metacritic has it sitting at. The game is a solid eight, and I'm looking for uh, looking forward to what they do in the future. It feels like a cross between Destiny and Monster Hunter. At times, I think it tries hard, and I wish the solo campaign would have been a 15-hour single-player story that could have been fleshed out uh, or could have fleshed out the lore better. I wanted to provide an update and thank you guys for the content. You guys single-handedly make me stay in the soul world or make my stay in the soul world a pleasure by supplying me with great podcasts to listen to every week. Sincerely, the Winter Soldier. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Come out. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That was amazing. Thanks, Bucky, right. for real. Thanks, Bucky. I don't know you, but I do appreciate you writing into the show. Uh, Chris wrote in because people suggested things, and he just tiled this Discord. He said, love the podcast and would would join a Discord. Thanks, go Discord. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Yeah, we got Your a bunch of those on Twitter, too, so. Thanks. I'm going to probably get that going. Yeah. That's on me. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The interesting email. <laughs> As I look at John. So one of the emails we got last week was from Chris, who joking last week, this really is the guy sitting next to you. Um, that's the way he signed it. But he's just tiled this response. So Chris, uh, sit back because you don't have full context, but. So, yeah. so wait, the guy that wrote this email, his name is Chris? Yes. Okay, just to be clear to everyone, not me. Or me. <clears throat> Though he says it might be me. <laughs> uh, the internet is a very easy place to overreact and scream at the idea of a person, not a living, breathing human being. 
Unfortunately, this is the worst way to have a discussion, and it's why internet communication culture is creating an enormous divide in discourse, politics, and otherwise. Uh, John, I immediately regretted some of my language when I sent that email. I stand by my conclusions, but I could have just as easily got my point across without being snarky and disrespectful to you. I sincerely apologize. You're also correct when you stayed on the pod today that we are living in Trump's world. If things had gone differently in 2016, I would have rolled my eyes at the unionization comments and immediately forgotten them. Because we are existing in the hyper-reality of the great orange one, I decided it would be good. It would be a good idea to write in an ultra snarky internet research hit job against someone I do not know and against an idea that many economists, much smarter, more educated in economics than myself, happen to agree with. There are many economists on the other side as well, though. Uh, to defend myself a touch, the Washington Post article was meant to point out the reason why Detroit went bankrupt, not to defend unionization specifically which was dumb considering that the whole conversation was about unionization and more evidence that quick Google searches aren't worth much in an argument substance. As far as the retiree pensions go, there is corruption within the system that needs to be weeded out, but the vast majority of individuals collecting these pensions are deserving. Wrongfully took your criticism of the former issue as a statement of opposing the existence of retirement pensions altogether. Obviously, that's not what you meant. You're absolutely right that anyone can uh, do some service-level internet research and come up with a few credible links that support their pre-existing beliefs. I shouldn't have attempted to make an airtight case for my opinion using Google search and quick scans for articles. That's not exactly good faith arguing. Your good faith argument comment is the most important part of this conversation and is wrong of me. And I was to assume that John's stance on unionization is solely because he cares, not for the play of the worker. As he said today, it could just as easily or just as likely be because he does not support the worker and wants to see the worker continue to be employed, regardless if the conditions are optimum. Uh, it is perfectly reasonable argument that unionization could lead to a decrease in quality, thus a decrease in revenue, thus a decrease decrease in productions, uh, and thus a decrease in gainfully employed laborers. I do not agree with this opinion, but that does not invalidate it. I am sorry for trying to do so, do it with so much sarcasm and service level in uh, internet research. Um, and then he finally says. Uh, with that being said, here's what I should have said last week, right? He, he took a second old chance at this. Unionization has many problems, as most bureaucratic organizations do. The solution, I think, should be accountability within these systems as opposed to complete opposition to their existence. Labor and management should work together to keep the unstable balance of power and position where all involved can maximize the risk, time, and effort they supply to a given endeavor. I didn't do that. I took a pre-existing belief of mine, mixed in some half-Richard uh, Google searches, sprinkled in some snark, and topped it off with an empty moralistic argument. While I still feel the union opposition is morally wrong, I am sorry for expressing this opinion like I did. When I did that, I became part of the machine that has engulfed us since November 2016. If everyone is thinking the same way, no one is thinking be on me. Love the show. Game on. Inside your mom's box. 
sincerely Chris joking <clears throat> last week. This is really the guy next to you right now recording this podcast. <laughs> that would be fun. funny. Thank you for the kind words, Chris. If it, if it, if you right now told us that that was you as it, as the, like the two week joke, that would be brilliant. But thank you for again, writing in yeah, Cause you know, John definitely opened the dialogue up a little differently, gave a yeah. response and, and yeah, it's fun that we can, it, I like that we can just talk about things. And sometimes some of the things we bring up in video games, um, Stir up the same kind of emotions that, that like, say, a politics do or whatever. And, and you're on one side and we're on the other, or it appears that way. But it's fun to talk it out. So thanks for replying. And now talk to, it out. Talk it out. Just talk it yeah, out. Um, what side talking? <laughs> East side talking. Um, you got anything to say to that, John? Are you good? He was dumbfounded <clears throat> the other day. I'm so emotional. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I appreciate his comments. I appreciate... Um, his apology though i it's it's honestly not needed and i did not take it as a hit piece i um you appreciate the, i don't uh, i didn't assume, though, right? i didn't i didn't assume that he meant any ill intent but yeah. um keep writing keep listening and thank you for both emails and and the and the discussion for sure uh following um, up to last week member judd wrote in and he said like i want to hear I wanted to know what song you guys play right before the news. And we're like, we don't, we don't play know. a song right before the news. He said, hey, y'all, love the show. Y'all make my, or no, wait. Sorry, that was last week. So this week he says, so I feel like a complete Richard. Immediately after hitting the send button, I realized I screwed up and I meant the song after the news and before y'all read emails. Sorry about that. Thanks for taking the time to think through what I meant exactly. It's kind of funny to think I wanted to know the song before the news, and it's just a typewriter sound effect. Anyway, feel free to just email me. No need to read back on the show. Of course, we'll read it back. Much love for you all, do. Looking forward to next week's show, where maybe listeners won't come down so hard on John for his opinions. Yeah, but that's that's fun for me and Chris. So. Yeah, right? That's our best part. But like, oh, here we go. Yeah. To watch you sweat. You know, Judd, I feel bad because after this, of course, like I read this Thursday and I went and searched and realized I don't have the data source that I used that from originally. It was on my old computer. I thought I copied over the file. I've only got the two base files for the opening and closing themes of the show. And I think everyone knows where the theme comes for for topic time outside of Sean's lovely vocal. That's the one piece of. Wait, what, what are you going to do if we lose it? I'm probably just make a new one. Okay. Well, then that like calms me down because I did sound a little nervous. Show. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Chris. You know, I was going to change all the music this week. Don't do that. It's already done. You're going to bring it back to the old stuff? Um. Yeah. Just like 200th episode. <laughs> games and games. <laughs> games and games. Chris Joshua. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. See? John smiled at that. Um, Unfortunately, I am not going to read all these today. I'm going to save some because if, in case you all can't realize it, my voice is going and it's going fast. But um, there was one more I wanted to read for this week from Andrew. And it just says, Chris, Sean and John just wanted to thank you for the nonstop entertainment. I got uh, out of hearing y'all try to segue between everything. At one point, I agreed with Sean that y'all should just move, uh, just get to the point. But the worse it got, the more I laughed. Yeah. Speaking of getting to the point, uh, and he sent us a link, but I'll show it to you. Is that Stockholm Syndrome, I think, is what he just described, right? 
He says, what do you guys think of the growing number of celebrities, Dwayne Johnson, Terry Crews, Post Malone, etc., getting into the gaming, streaming YouTube gaming scene? I feel as though it's taking away from the small-time streamers and making it a bit harder for anyone who wants to get into social gaming scene to give it a shot. On the other hand, it does force other creators to spice it up a bit when it comes to their own content. Love to hear what you think. <laughs> this is great. Uh, as always, gay um on your mom's buttocks, tug life. Tug, tug and life, life is yeah. spelled T Y or L Y F E. <laughs> so, so uh, P.S. Kingdom Hearts gets an eight from a longtime fan of the series, and I hope Anthem didn't disappoint anyone. Even though Chris sounded like he might have some gripes when mentioning it last week. So uh, one of my one of the coolest people that I watch stream video game stuff is a is a he's a worldwide DJ. His name's Dead Mouse. He actually has a Twitch account to where he legit gets on, and his main game is PUBG. He's got probably one he of those. Quit Twitch. Yeah, he did recently quit. I'm saying at one point, but he pain streams. He would Twitch. go on and and not only Twitch stream PUBG, but he would show like his studio, which was very cool to me because um, I'm into music and all that stuff, right? Um, so I'll say that I don't mind it when they do it right. They do have a unfair advantage because they are popular, so people are going to tune into them. Um, but then you got people like the guy who plays Hodor on Game of Thrones decides he wants to go be a DJ. That's where I draw the line. Or he already was a DJ. Yeah, that's where yeah. I draw the line. Oh, I don't have I a problem with a DJ uh, before that, though. So I think, he, but now I still think he DJ's and somebody else can't famous. Keep doing it. <laughs> if you got famous, he's podcasting, Are you going to quit DJing? Yeah, I kind of. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't have passion for this. I'm kidding. That's why I said it. Personally, I don't have a problem with it because I think no celebrity is going to provide the same amount of content available as a true Twitch streamer. But it's a good thing, like. The biggest thing that happened as far as or one of the biggest things as far as gaming and streaming events and all that occurred when Drake played with Ninja played with Ninja like that yeah. brought a bunch of people who probably never cared about Fortnite at that point to caring about and checking it out and, and trying the game. So that means more money for the industry. I just hope that it's not only those one off events like if you could get to that point where, yeah, like, you know what? Um, Justin Bieber or God, who's huge these days? I don't know. Really? Like, Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was like trying to think of our people. Travis Scott. Yeah. Travis Scott would be a big one. Um, see John, Travis Scott is Taylor Swift. <laughs> if Taylor, if Twitch, if T Swizzle. Yeah. Yeah. If Taylor Swift wants to go over there and play overcooked two and it people makes that game it. a ton, yeah. then go right ahead. You know, I don't care. <clears throat> I don't know what I think is cooler. I was thinking about this as you were talking. Uh, and then I found a way to bring back. He wasn't listening to you. My love said, of my love, my love of World of Warcraft. I don't know what's cooler, knowing that famous people stream their video game playing, sure, or that famous people people at one point could have played could have played the game you were playing, like World of Warcraft, before sure. they were famous. <clears throat> no, like Robin Williams played it mm. while think, he was famous. I think non celebrity Twitch streamers should unionize. <laughs> Like really? Celebrity Twitch streamers. Really? <laughs> really, John? People hit us up on Twitter, and they do so at Weekly Games Chat. What do they say? Well, if you pay attention to our Twitter, um, our Twitter Michael channel. B. Jordan likes anime. Um, every Wednesday, uh, Weekly Games Chat tweets out what the show is going to be about. Um, and last week, of course, it was about Metro Exodus, but um, Hail Teacher Loki um, wanted to know if that meant, or that meant Anthem meant. Anthem is <laughs> for this week. 
So, uh, indeed, sir, Anthem is for this week. Um, let's see here. Uh, I had a, a listener, uh, Joseph, um, said that uh, he was getting married in October. Congrats, first of all, congrats, in Nashville. Congrats, congrats. Um, congrats. And then he says, uh, am I looking for a DJ gig? I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> we should make that. I would, Where does I, he live? Nashville. How cool would that be? Road trip, DJ, listener. Road trip, guys. I'd go I'm in. in. Who's paying for my uh, ticket and hotel room? Uh, who's this guy talking? You have yeah. a job. <laughs> You're right about that. Um, <laughs> so uh, S10 Dravin Kelly had just got finished with our podcast. And, of course, last <laughs> week we talked about the Discord possibility. Um, and he said that you can use Discord as a mobile app also. So that's um, they've never actually tried it on PC. He laughed out loud about Shut that. Um, but it's going to be a thing. I With got your you. Facts. Um, at uh, Tunov uh, or Tono V12. Not sure how you want me to say that. Um, <laughs> have you considered doing a podcast on just blackout and uh, COD with tips and tricks and whatnot? Um, we replied to that. Um, we said probably not. We tend to move on from one game to the next. That said, we did talk about blackout last year. Plus, and this is the most important part. Do you really want John giving you COD tips? <laughs> uh, and that's when they replied, said, good point. Yeah. Since they made changes and stuff, it might be interesting to revisit. Wait, why Thanks. is that a good point? Uh, thank you. Uh, at Nat underscore the underscore Gooner. Um, one area said, if I ever visit America and get into trouble, I'd like John to be my lawyer, please. He can pick holes in any argument. <laughs> Um, uh, in December, I responded to that. Uh, did, did I? Uh, in December, there was a chat going back and forth uh, where we put out, uh, you know, Chris does our, our music episode. And he put a question out about would we rather have a huge soundtrack with multiple selections from games or a specifically curated playlist with personal selections? And we had a couple of things go back and forth. Well, Chris at one point told this guy, Lucas, that if um, this name ever changes, whatever it was, um, that Chris was going to do a drunk podcast at least once a month. Um, he said, you, the listener, and especially John and Sean don't want that. Well, Lucas changed his name, Chris. So you're going <laughs> to you're gonna have to figure that out. And his new name is uh, at Lucas underscore of underscore Rivia. That's cool. I, we can do it next week. We're doing I, a far cry, right? I look back. I'm in. Definitely get drunk during far cry. I look back on the drunk podcast fondly now. It's, it was a fun time, and... It, it it didn't get too far out of control. We had some invite me to that. No, I'm an alcoholic. I can't believe that it was, that's the it one did, I didn't get invited. It just to. happened. We've had beer sent to us from a listener. Amazing beer. Yeah, uh, and then at some point, Chris. Where's is, my cut? <laughs> <laughs> um, at uh, uh, let's see, Matthew. On um, he he replied to us. Told us great show as always. You are the best. Um, we did ask about Discord uh, for the weekly game chat community. He says hook us up. It will be great to chat about games and what we've been watching with everyone. Uh, possibly set up a community game night and things of that nature. Game on. Um, Joseph Ellison said he was playing this game because three big Richards from at weekly game chat wouldn't shut up about it. Hashtag y'all were right. That game is God of war. Nice. So that is awesome. It's okay. Um, and John did reply. Like he said to the Nat DeGuner thing about being in the United States lawyer and all that stuff. John said, he'll take that as a compliment. So that's right. John is on the Twitter replying to you guys now. Have fun with that, huh? Hot with the tweets. With the tweets. Daddy's tweeting. out here tweeting. Tweeting it that up. That is that is the first and only time I've tweeted or responded to a tweet ever. Really? That was like... Is your Twitter profile picture an egg? No, it's a Chozo statue. A what? A Chozo statue. You can't just make that. <laughs> uh, Mario Orlando 
um, said at Weekly Game Chat in a hype man voice. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm going to do the hype man voice, should I? I don't know what uh, that I, is. It's like the in this corner, oh. that thing. So imagine that while I'm saying it. Um, here we have John, the controversially bad A. So you're you're a bat, you're a BA. Oh. And in the next corner we have the one and only DJ Sean. And in the final corner, we have Mr. T-Rex himself, Chris. <laughs> and combined, they form the weekly game chat. That's pretty nice. Um, <clears throat> everyone that listened remembered that as a gift to his his wife. His wife. Yes. Um, his David wife. McClendon Sorry. wanted us to just basically say your wife for her a lot. He wrote in an email specifically worded for us to say it over and over. Um, so he took a selfie with his wife. Her hand his is wife. over over her over her forehead. He's smiling and laughing. Wanted to... Um, Tell us that he gave his wife um, our wedding present. Um, our delivery was flawless, and this is a, the, about the reaction I expected from his wife. Um, we had a good laugh. We, we had a good belly laugh, and he wanted to thank us, glorious Richards, and thanks from his wife. Hashtag your wife. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that. a, that's, that's a good. Made me laugh. Yeah, that's good times. Um, let's see. Uh, make sure we don't get anything else. Uh, another person at Yugler underscore MP. <laughs> says that they would discord. I was going to say another person, and then that they would discord. Ugler MP. Um, <laughs> Chris's head goes in. Uh, let's Chris's see. Voice is at kind of M shot, so. underscore John underscore K uh, at Weekly Games Chat. Chris, every once in a while, you mentioned playing 2K. Um, which, and then it says, quote, my, my blank, career. Are you playing? If it's career, what's your rating up to? 91, pretty close to 92. Hydraberg says two weeks in, still loving Anthem with his buddies. Game on. Game on to you, Hydraberg. Um, because I replied to Joseph about being a DJ at his wedding, um, he, he said that you must be recording. Rock on. Rock. Game on, fellas. And I'm also serious about the DJ, DJ thing. Let's make it happen. I'm going to tweet right now. I am serious too. Period. Is that the name of a movie? What was the first one like? I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, we <laughs> we had a couple of um, direct messages, um, and that was well, the first one was from Hell Teacher Loki, which he does write in a bunch. Um, he mentioned that he hoped that this week's past week's email did not discourage diversity in our podcast. It did not. Um, he likes the. <laughs> this is funny. He likes the two current gamers in one goof format. That that's funny because you guys are the gamers and I'm the goof. Uh, the politics talks is more sparse than the sports talk, God forbid. But as an outsider looking in or from the perspective of someone who isn't from the U.S., it's, en- it's enlightening to listen to both sides of every social and political conversations in the same manner that I enjoy listening to your your differing opinions on games. Uh, granted, sometimes one of you plays the devil's advocate, but my point stands. John. I came, and this is where he says, Sean to the podcast. Because see, when he says, I came, I would go <laughs> um, to the podcast because of your collective passion for gaming. But we'll stay for the diversity of your ideas. So thank you so much for that. And I told him that we try to stay in the lane of when we when John does news for sure, he tries to stay in the lane of it being gaming related. Obviously, yeah, we don't um, just bring up like we didn't. Yeah, I said we yeah. didn't foresee that that controversy would happen. Um, but we always <laughs> we, we, all, we like, don't we like, don't sit there and go like John, how do you feel about yeah. AOC and her comments this past week? Look, no I reason. would never say build the wall yeah. on air. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! I would never say it on air. <laughs> but, All right, but, Ann. but as Chris said, controversy, controversy. Controver- controversy, controversy. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. It's hilarious. That's um, an official word. Yeah. Controversy. Yeah. yeah. So you of the can, podcast. If you just go to Britain, that's we, we what had they some say. controversy, controversy last week. Yeah. 
It sounds like you did. I don't think you know that you did. Anyway. No, I know that we did. Richard. Continue. Um, but like Chris and I, we always say, we're going to read what you would you write into us. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and I will read the rest of what we got this past week. If you didn't hear stuff this week, you'll hear it next week. So I continue to talk, and I did say that uh, we, we do want to talk about Anthem this next week and let uh, let people know how we feel about it. Um, thanks for reaching out. Um, and, and that's when he said, looking forward to the positivity over Anthem. Thanks. Um, to me, because I had said it was me uh, and the rest of the boys. And thanks for putting up these amazing episodes. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening and, and writing into us. Um, so, Teej. Um, <laughs> Chris just tried to kill. He just tried to kill the segment. He's, he's trying to. He said that we'll, we'll yeah. read it next week. Did you say we'll read it next week? That's yeah. fine. Teej. Uh, I think Chris, Chris hates listeners and doesn't want. They get bored. They want me to do this segment and they always face out. Thanks to uh, DJ Space Lion for the follow, following you back. It's pending because you got it locked. That's fine. Uh, at Joseph, thanks for the follow, following you back. And at 2Nov12, thank you for the follow, following you back. You can always follow us on Twitter if you want to at Weekly Games Chat. Um, Chris would probably tell you that in a minute because he's going to say the same thing 42 times on how to reach us. So go ahead, Chris. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook, Spotify, everywhere that you can think of, YouTube, if we're there. It's always going to be at Weekly Games Chat. And, of course, once again, if you want to write in your thoughts, opinions, do so at weeklygameschatgmail.com. That's weeklygameschatgmail.com. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, and you'll get a new episode just like this every Wednesday. If while you're there and you really do like us, drop a rating or a review. helps people find the show. We really do appreciate it, especially John. He, like, literally combs over these reviews, and he cries when there's not a review every week he's told me and if you don't like us go ahead and write a negative review because we could use the constructive feedback yes who are you yeah thanks for having me by the way guys <laughs> i appreciate it can i say that our negative reviews have gone down 900 percent since uh since we've made the change you guys are you guys are going through menopause <laughs> made the change. since we're no longer games and games <laughs> uh or game <clears throat> Were you there when we were uh, Geek versus Games? Mm-hmm. Okay. For like two weeks. All right. Yeah, that's about how long we were Geek versus Games. That's what it felt like. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised the negative reviews um, have gone down since I left. I'm just insufferable. So, you know, thanks for having me. Well, they say the podcast gods um, banned you, right? So let me know how Siki Ray is. Um, I'm thinking about picking that up myself. Okay. <clears throat> thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank you, to, ah, thank you for coming on, Chris. We missed you. What's John doing? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but anyways. Is he intimidating, uh, Sean? Until next time. Just trying to perk him up. Fine, dude. Until next time, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. <laughs> game on, Chris. <laughs> game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Chris. Game Sean. on, Chris. Game on, Game on, Chris. John. Uh... <laughs> Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. That's disgusting still. Thug life. Cool. <laughs>